the jewel runners, the product of many cruel summers. And the description was fitting, they say it's two gunners. Slap chick keys out your cheek until you true hummers. Left the scene the Hellcat scream, cause we don't do Hondas. But we do Benny Hondas, taking your baby mama. She hostage me in the homage, she kiss it to pay me homage. She work it like I deserve it, she move like the perfect pervert. They say Mississippi burning, I'm sipping, sir, eating sherbet. Watch the world go to hell as I'm laughing, saying it's perfect. Catch me after Sunday service, disturbing the church's workers. Tell the deacon we ain't speaking, need money, his prayer's worthless. I can tell through my alertness, he's nervous about his purchase. Hey, in the name of Jesus, the reaper, I serve a perfect. My God hide in the skies, he fly over Earth's surface. Flying satellite hiders, I'm looking at Earth's circus. Keep your eyes on the prize and don't let the devil coerce Flashcast, 36-pack, complete, finito, done. I also want to shout out the people who support the playlist so much. Y'all know y'all make sure. Hey, you haven't posted it. And hey, it's fire. This is the song that I like. Y'all, please let me know the songs that y'all appreciate and like the most. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the 100th episode extravaganza. This is a splash cast. This is a dive team media production. I am Brother Norwood, and this is my wonderful co-host reggie quickscope motherfucking davis we tell the truth the only truth so help us god Through and drink up beverages, beverages. <laughs> so you know what it is man welcome ladies and gentlemen welcome ladies and gentlemen episode 100 of the splash cast i said that again the centennial episode if you will episode mm. 100 of the splash cast uh, we've come a long way. Shout out to as as my co-host said, Norwood. Uh, shout out to everybody that's been along with us. We went from recording, uh, and shout. Hey, man, there's somebody I got to shout out. I always shout out the world, but I got to shout out this one dude. Uh, he's my barber. He's one of my best friends. He actually gave me the computer when I couldn't do the podcast. Uh, and if it wasn't for him giving me this computer, we probably wouldn't be where we are. So shout out to Dexter. I know you're on your fishing trip, but uh, shout out to Dexter Crenshaw. He gave me the computer. Shout out to Josh, the Crenshaw family. They gave me the extra router to bring upstairs so that we could actually be able to broadcast. Uh, shout out to everybody that's been with us along the way. We appreciate everybody. Uh, with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, y'all know, man, Jimmy Butler, I'm on record saying this. I love Jimmy Butler. Um, we're watching the game, Milwaukee versus Miami. I told y'all, Miami started out, Jimmy had 20 points. Miami had 28, and Milwaukee had 38. I said, that does not bode well. Uh, and now they're down 13. Jimmy Butler be flopping. But with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, episode 100 of the Splash Cast, you know what we do around the league, Monday Night Raw, HBCU news around the culture, basketball news around the league, football news around the league. And if you haven't been listened already, go back and listen to the pregame. It's pretty funny. A lot of heartfelt, heartwarming stories and violence all in one. Uh, let's get started yes, with and, HBCU. And make sure that the balls don't hit you in the face. Uh, uh-huh. But we don't kink shame. Uh... With that being said, man, let's get to this HBCU news around the culture, man. So, uh, yeah, this pack might top all packs. Uh, we will say uh, shout out to Bethune Cookman. Um, shout out to Swack Football. If you are part or supporter of HBCUs, this comes from the Swack Football IG. Uh, make sure y'all go support them because. We said before when Bethune-Cookman went through that whole saga in their coaching search that 
Bethune Cookman hadn't been on national national news syndicate at all for the last few years while they were rebuilding. And then as soon as something bad happens and you call them out publicly, which is our whole point and stance, now you have the national uh now you have the national media in in coverage. And that's not what you want because then people use that whether you know it or not, national media coverage sways the views of the people that don't know the subject, then that can also influence money, laws, distribution of funds towards the African-American community and edu- education system. So, woo, uh, with that being said, this is something positive. Bethune-Cookman has been working on an athletic facility that we reported about a couple weeks ago. Well, here is the plans. Um, for those that you can't see, uh, it will have an outdoor football field, an indo- uh, uh, as well as uh, separate pavilions, as well as an indoor half field and weight room. And it is going to be one of the best in the swag. I'm excited for this because this does. But Thune Cookman is a school in the ideal location. Daytona Beach is it. You want tell you to go to college. Daytona mm-hmm. Beach is a great place to go. You want to play football, you want to play in Florida. But one of the issues is you got to have the facilities. Uh, And as Reddy spoke about, we were champions of Ed Reed, and and when he took over the helm as the head coach, things did not go as planned with that. Uh, I think that all parties wished that it had gone a different way, but I think that everybody learned from this. Congratulations to Bethune-Cookman to continue to fight through this, to improve, and to now have a better facility. Uh, Reggie Theus is doing great things there as as the uh, athletic director. And as you can see, once you've had 100 episodes like me and Reggie, we begin to be on the same age almost. (laughs) It's almost though it is two people parting from one brain. Um, But yeah, man, I love Cookman. Congratulations. Salute to y'all. And we are your HBCU homeboys. You're not getting this from anybody else. Yeah, man. That's the reason you've been locked in for 100 episodes. The thing about Ed Reed and that whole situation... Um, is one of the things he said was they don't even have an ath- they don't even have a whatever whatever a practice they don't even have an athletic facility. That was the first thing he said in the videos, and that's when your man over there in Boulder hopped on and was like, "We praying for you. I know you'll fight and all this other stuff." Well, this had as we reported had already been in the works. Which means that tells me that you weren't even in lockstep with the with the people from the beginning. You know, you weren't in lockstep with the university with, athletic department from the beginning because this was already put in motion. With, I want to release him from that. I think that time time has been served on Airy. Airy has done his bid. He be caught his two. This is a white collar pops to the wrist to the hand. I think that I hope that he has learned from the situation. I think that Cookman has moved on. I hope that Ed has moved on. And we want to be very clear. We think that Ed Reed deserves another opportunity. And I'm not against him having another opportunity with an HBCU now that he knows a, hopefully a little bit about the culture. Let me make sure I we're take not, off my glasses we're so not, y'all can see my face when he says this. Okay, I'm a little bit more forgiving than Reggie. I want. I would like to see him get another shot. I think that him losing that opportunity 
probably is stung a lot more than I think it resonates with the uh, than with most people. And good luck and Godspeed. I, and when I say this, I know that it can be trivialized or people don't believe me because I do say it and don't always mean it. But I think that he deserves a, I think that he deserves another opportunity. And I think he'll actually be an excellent coach. I, I wish the best for him, and that's not me being facetious. I have to tell y'all that so that y'all know that Norwood ain't playing. I agree with everything you're saying that he deserves another opportunity and that he he thinks he's going to be a good coach. This was your opportunity to pull the same thing that Dion pulled at the beginning and skip being having to go up the coaching pole and prove yourself. You weren't you didn't have to be a DB's coach. You didn't have to be a defensive coordinator or offensive coordinator. I don't know what your specialty is. Offensive coordinator. You didn't have to be Defensive. special teams. Dion's a D. Dion is the offense. Whatever. Uh, you didn't have to be he's a special D- teams coach. He is a you, different person. You didn't have to be any of that. You were going to go straight to being a head coach, and then that was going to give you your head coaching experience. You burned that bridge with me. Go this. Go go the traditional route, my guy. Don't try to use us. And when I say us, I mean HBCUs. It was going to be a mutual benefit, but everybody looks at. HBCUs as sabotaging and not doing the things that they're supposed to do when in fact it was going to be mutually beneficial. Nobody ever talks about the steps that you get to skip to become head coach of Colorado, right? Nobody talks about that. Nobody, if Ed Reed had done well at Bethune Cookman, you damn well know Miami was going to be right there or Florida Atlantic or Central Florida or Florida International. Any, all of them, or all of them were going to be there. Hell, Florida, Florida might have Memorial. Come. We, we, Florida we, Memorial. We, hey, hey, wait, no, stop, stop. I'm a Florida Gator fan. Hell, we need a coach. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> he was going to be able to skip those steps. Yeah. You need y'all need if you're going to talk bad yeah. about HBCUs and this and I'll, after that, you're right. We'll we'll not talk about it no more. But I'm gonna get this point across. If you're going to talk about it, talk about the whole story. You know what I mean? Don't point out, oh, the HBCU, some of the money be funny. Well, shit, the some of the money be funny. All these other institutions get all of that, too. They get fined. They get slaps on the yeah. wrist. They get recruiting yeah. violations. BW, they get money missing. BWI, money be funny, too. Be, be very and it's funny. a lot more we, money we to be more funny with. So, I mean, like, y'all, like, if you're going to tell the whole story, and this is for all my friends, associates, enemies, and frenemies, for those that went to HBCUs and those that didn't. Ooh. If you gonna tell the whole story, tell the whole story. Don't just try to shit on HBCUs for your own game, but then big up PWIs. You in the shit show too. So make sure y'all tell Everybody the whole story. Enemies and frenemies. You know we I'm got them. I, I, I'm done now. My bad. I just I had to I had to get that off my chest, man. I had to get that off my chest, dog. I hate that. that. Is I had that conversation fair. this week. We we have been. Covering this since the very beginning, this is a very sensitive subject for us because we would have, I'm not going to say we were the first, but we were definitely champions of Ed from the beginning. So if you if you can step out there on faith in behalf, when things don't go the way, you got to man up. But hey, this is what it is. Um, <laughs> also, the reason I have glasses on is because I have allergies. And they are kicking my butt right now. <laughs> um, so... Ladies and gentlemen, we said that we this was the only HBCU news we really had for real this week. Um, we actually had more, but we wanted to do a, a world premiere, as we said. Um, 
Norwood, mm. I did not check your camera on the media board, so I'll have to adjust it on the fly. It is what it is. Uh, let me put my glasses back on because we worked hard on this, so I want y'all to get my stilo shut in. Um, the Splash Cast has been working on this for about a year now. Um, just we don't from, stop working. From the concept to where we are to to where we're going. Um, I would like to say... Look at those two handsome gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> the Splash Cast is happy to premiere world, world, world premiere. Yeah, press, press the that boy said, I'm lifting the whole gym, building included. <laughs> uh, world premiere ah. of the Splash Cast website. Uh, we've been working on this a lot. You guys can come and see here to get the latest episode. Uh, we have the About Us page. Come on now. Google. There it is. We have the About Us page. We have the latest. Oh, man. We have the latest episodes. There we go. As well as the latest Splash Cast 12 pack, 36, 24, or whatever you want to call it. Let's, let's hide that real quick. 36, 24 pack, as well as where you can find us YouTube, Spotify, Apple Music, and Anchor. Uh, you have the latest episodes, and some of our b best episodes are up there as well. The T. Higgins uh, episode, Stephen A. Smith versus, Beyond, versus Rihanna. Um, episode all of that is up there as well norwood updates the splash cast 36 pack every week uh 12 24 36 pack as well man uh norwood what you like about the website big dog i'm gonna tell y'all like this man me and reggie really work our asses off and we have two real jobs <laughs> and reggie is a new parent i ain't got no kids <laughs> but life is life is but we invest a ton of time into this, and for this, oh, the SplashCast.com is the new hub to find everything that we have. If you're looking for episodes, you can find them there. If you're looking for playlists, you can find them there. And you can see there is merchandise on the way. I've had multiple pe people reach out to us because they want to support, and they've seen some of the stuff that we have. There is new stuff on the way. We do want y'all to come here to support when you need to find music, this is the place. When you need to find an episode, this is the place. When there's a specific topic about sports that you know that we covered, this is the place. We've invested a ton of time. We've invested a ton of work to make this look how y'all, how we assume that y'all want it to look. But we're open. Reach out to us. If y'all want to see more things or different things on the website, we want to hear it. But we just want y'all to support us. Just like y'all have done for 100 episodes. We appreciate you guys. We love you guys. And now, this is the new piece. I'm checking also, it out. So, it's dope, man. Y'all go get there. www.displash.com. Yeah, drink to that, man. Drink to that. I'm not. I'm going to say that shot for the end of the segment. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but what we're, we do have merch on the way. That is still being built. Uh, in terms of our, we want to be able to offer y'all multiple. We're not gonna offer y'all just one black sweatshirt. Uh, we want to offer y'all multiple shirts, multiple hats, multiple gears, multiple ways that you can support. Um, support is free. You don't always have to buy something either. You can always retweet us. But this is what we are extremely, extremely. Wait, hold on. What else can they do? They can like, follow, subscribe, and then send somebody to the website. And this is the this is where we're really at. So y'all know we champion HBCUs, we champion good causes. This is really what it's about. 
yes, we love the merch. We want you guys to support us as well. But we really want you, we strive to bring you not only HBCU news, but HBCU support. So this is our causes page. The causes page, as you can see here right now, we have the Hampton University Alumni Association. You can make a donation to, or you can make a donation to the Splashcast. Uh, we will have multiple uh, places that you can donate as well. Uh, the Jaguar Foundation of Atlanta, uh, the Good Success Foundation, uh, uh, the graduate chapter of the Omega Psi Phi Fraternity Incorporated, which Norwood is a part of, all of their abilities and and their all of their uh, funds to raise to ra all their fundraisers uh, that they do and good that they do around the city, you will be able to support. Uh, so here right now, we just have make a donation. And of course, your favorite podcast is favorite podcast, so you can support us too. Um, you'll be able to donate to the Splash Cast. But you'll also, if you know of something that needs that you would like being recognized, you will be able to nominate a cause as well. My bad. I took all that time. That truly is fundamentally what we are about. Me and Reggie are your HBCU homeboys. We are the two guys that love the Braves, Falcons, Hawks, Georgia, Florida. There we go our separate ways. But at the end of the day, <laughs> the thing that brought us together was the ability to support specifically HBCUs, but causes of the people who we know. So if you know an honorable cause, please reach out to us. We want to put it on. We want to magnify your message. We want to support you. We want to help you. We want to be another avenue to help you grow yourself, your organization. Just reach out to us, man. Nominate a yeah. cause. I think uh, the shout out to the ain't, ain't nobody else doing that, yo. Everybody else purely self-serving. Yep. How can I get more followers? How can I get more clicks? I'm a firm believer of reinvesting the people who support you. And this yeah. is how we do it. You can't talk about black excellence, excellence without reinvesting into the community. And this is our way 100%. of reinvesting in the community. Um, Josh, I see you put great grape roots. Shout out to Grape Roots Urban Garden. Malcolm over there in Pittsburgh. Uh, Pittsburgh, you got to be from Atlanta to know what I'm talking about. Uh, not talking Pittsburgh. about the city. <laughs> not talking about the city. <laughs> uh, but uh, that's a place. It's a wonderful development. You can. This is why we made this nominate cause button. You can go to the open form. You can put in that nominate cause. Uh, if you do have any issues, you can reach out to us on Instagram um, uh, at the Splashcast, or you can email us at diveteammedia at gmail.com, and you will be able to uh, get in contact with us, and we can put that up there as well. So listen, we didn't do a lot of drinking in this portion because I really, we really want y'all to understand that this is this is why we do it. This is why we – this was a way our, – our original conversation was, hey, y'all talk a lot about sports. Y'all should start a podcast. He was like, dang, I bet you we could raise some money for HBCUs too. First conversation ever. And, and so Absolutely. This, is, this is what we're doing. So please go to www.splashcast.com. We put up the YouTube page. We put up the anchor. We put up all of that stuff. We're going to start just putting up the splashcast.com. And you can go and get the latest episode, the latest pregame, and the latest 12-pack. All in one spot, and you can give to your favorite HBCU. Give eighteen sixty eight to Hampton. Why not? Uh, 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 and this will be updated as well as you can support. So we appreciate y'all, man. We appreciate y'all. And we are open to whatever you got. Is if there's more that y'all need from us on here, we are interested in growing the website. Please, we are black creatives. I know that 
we don't re- we kind of joke around and call ourselves black creators because me and Reggie both have completely other jobs. <laughs> we like to do this because this is our passion, this is our love, but we are. And if you want to see more or different things or people on the podcast, reach out to us, man. We your HBCU homeboys for a reason. We're here for you. We are here for y'all, man. We are we we are going. Wait, hold on. We 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 are here for you. <laughs> we are here to drink too, though. Mm, mm, mm. When does the Splash Cast AI come out? Hey, man, it look. It ain't so- no AI. You can't duplicate this. <laughs> uh, this sauce <laughs> is the original herbs and spices. Heavy on the herbs, light on the spices. Mm, the original, not the stolen. Not the stolen. This is the original. Nope. <laughs> the, Do you what call is this it? Uncle Nears? Y'all can be Jack Daniels. You, you can't, ah, ah. can't even grow this beer here. You can't even grow this. This is them. But yes, um, but with that we being just said, here to have fun, man. Go ahead. Go ahead. This I'm is sponsored by Dive Team Media. Dive Team Media will be the second website coming. Uh, if you want to do any collaborations, those that do programming, uh, we do. We will take Splashcast AI. Uh, those that do website development, if you think we could do better or you want to help us improve, uh, we take that as well. As well as we call ourselves black creators, but we also call ourselves black opportunists. We want to be able to give opportunity to others mm. to have a voice too. So Dive Team Media also sponsors other shows. We got one show in the works right now. Um, we think is, is one of the better shows that will come out probably by the end of 2023. Uh, we have another one in uh, uh, research, as you call it, uh, research yes. and design, R and D. So, uh, uh, hey, reach out. And I and I, w- I want to be I want to be very open as we because we started out as a splash cast. That's what it was. We are growing dive team media. You feel like you have a niche, a niche, or or something that you want to possibly grow a show into. Reach out to us. And, we can discuss that into detail, and, and maybe there's an opportunity there, but we want to, we don't want this to be it. This is the beginning. This is the start. It's an excellent start because we started with 100 episodes. We don't, we wouldn't play with anybody and their content until we knew that we had normalized and a real, real functional podcast. That is one thing that I do feel very confident in saying now is 100 episodes in, me and this was always the bar. Me and Reggie didn't even come into it talking about anything less than a hundred. That was that was the first slowdown stop adjustment point. I said 25 episodes, it's the first lap. 50 episodes, second lap. 75 episodes, third lap. We done ran a mile. And what you do after you run a mile, you be like, oh no, I'm good now. I'm good now. I'm warmed up. I done caught my little second win. I'm, I'm good. Lungs that opened up, chest that opened up. So uh we're gonna continue. To come bring you the HBCU uh, news around sports as well, uh, football, basketball, everything you love about the Splash Cast. But we are going to bring you multiple things that you love, from movies to political advice uh, to guns to fitness, to, games, to, to whatever, whatever you want to learn about gun laws. We we have dive team gaming. Um, we have so much in store for y'all. And this is just the first step. So go run it up at the www.thesplashcast.com and just know we about to take over the world, baby. About to take over the world. With that being said, brother, I think we've come to the end of this segment. And I said, let me, at the end of each segment, I'm going to take this little yeah, meme. Y'all got to mean pop shots to the beanie. Shout out to Nick. 
Okay, all me. right, friends. Are we going light skin Michael Jackson or dark skin Michael Jackson? That's what I uh, need to know. Well, I, I think I'm I, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be Mike post first surgery. So it's gonna be like in the middle. You know what I mean I got I got a little light and dark mix. Oh, you running you running back to the the, the <coughs> to the '80s, Mike. I'm running back to Thriller. I'm going. This is this is post first nose job, Mike. Rest in peace to the God too. We not we not. Uh, hey, we, yeah, we rest are, in peace to Mike, man. We got jokes, but also, ooh, Chinese weather balloons gonna get us. But it is what it is. Hey, y'all know Mike was about to buy Marvel. Then. I mean, Disney's a real thing. Let Stop saying that. We didn't got hit three or four different times. They done made it. I'm a, okay, now, why, before I take this shot, the child, like, we joke, and that's how you know you're really into a podcast when you have a cemented inside joke about the Chinese weather balloons. They be hating. They be attacking our social media. Me and Reggie be fighting for our lives while we working our jobs. You, we do the hate trying to take us down. They can't. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. But so, with that said, with that said, Shada, here we go. Here we shoot go. It. Episode one hundred. What other podcast can you get drunk on a Monday with? And whoever said we need an app? I... <laughs> 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 Oh Lord, ladies and gentlemen, we are about to get off the rails. This pollen is stomping me out right now. My eyes have been watering. Praise God, man! My dad took me out at the age of two and said he threw me in the yard after he cut the grass and threw me in a pile of grass with all the damn pollen. That's that's not that's that's black people science. That's not how it works. It's that's how I learned how to swim, but that is not going to cure me of allergies, asthma, um, (laughs) exactly everything else. That's why I stopped. That's why Dorwood said, nope, 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 nope. Uh, but with that, that being said, <laughs> we time out. Now that we talk about the Chinese weather balloons, we still don't know what they found out from the weather balloons or where they came from or where they went. Oh, uh, you want to, if you really want to turn it up, what happened to the. Uh... No, 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 no. We're going to Warriors <laughs> Kings. We're going to take a small break, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you guys for rocking with us. I was going to say, what happened to that boat that had a billion nope, dollars not, worth uh, of uh, Coke? No, no, we. You, are you really about to ask about the Coke boat? Are you crazy? <laughs> we'll be right back, ladies and gentlemen. Y'all stay tuned. We'll be right back with we our basketball. We may not be back. Hey, the Chinese weather balloons. You can't ask that. Hey, we'll be right back, though. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to our basketball segment of episode 100 of the Splashcast, the Around the League edition, uh, Monday Night Raw. I'm going to let y'all know that last shot is, is ooh, woo. Shooting. <laughs> that shit is shooting. Boy, uh, uh, that is such an aggressive song. That is the episode, that is the current Splashcast 36 uh, pack that's out. Uh, we call it the episode soundtrack. You know, we got you. Anytime you want to work out, we, we, anytime you want to go uh, go out. Anytime you want to chill, we got we caught all the bases covered, Shade. So go listen to the Splashcast 36 pack. This is about to be a fun episode because there is no filter. And I do want to give y'all the key for the Splashcast 36 pack. I like to start. Alexa, boy, as soon as you said the Chinese weather balloons, they popped up. Oh, um, Google said hello. But, I, but yes, the key to the 36 pack is we always start kind of up. We get you your best rap music. 
We get, we kind of move you through to a little bit of pop. I try to do a little Afro beat somewhere in the middle, and then after that, close you out with some solid R and B. That R and B be such a flex, though. Ooh, that R and B be such a flex. Hey, y'all don't as as much as I listen to a like a ton of rap music. I'm I'm the only person who I I believe that knows that good rap music still exists. Oh, hey, once y'all turn that corner by eighteen nineteen. Hey, it's gonna go up for you. And yes. for the people from my era, you can be like, you know what? Norwood, really? That RB. I like all of it. I'm gonna let y'all know. We, so it. I went to Tallahassee this weekend, uh, did the first family trip to Tallahassee um to see my wife's one of her students that she's been teaching since she was like five years old. It's now on a full scholarship at Florida State, uh, in uh, classical dance and jazz dance. Time yes. out, time out. My cousin is also student of reggie's wife the f- that's a very funny story for a different time um but yeah man so and she's she, at kennesaw still dancing dancing her ass off so my, my wife teaches classical tap hip-hop all of the uh uh choreographed dance that you could think of so we went to go see her student perform man so that was pretty dope let me tell y'all something there is the reason i brought that up why did you bring that up reggie uh shout out to the braves 11 and 0 11 uh 11-0 win today uh why did you bring up that? Because there is nothing in between Atlanta and Tallahassee except for Macon. And maybe if you go Macon, we went the other way to save time. There's Tifton and nowhere else. We saw Bainbridge. And, and, and let's be very clear. Macon may or may not register as places depending on who you are. Really, Macon don't register I, as a place out of people outside of people from Georgia and Florida. There's no other way to know about right. making. So we went through there, and if you know anything about the South, one of my favorite sayings of the South Opa-la. is there is nothing that separates Louisiana from Alabama, from Mississippi, from Georgia, from South Carolina, from Tennessee. to se- Nothing separates the South in terms of culture but the major cities. So once you leave outside of Atlanta, you might as well be in whatever you think of Alabama – is where you are in Georgia. Whatever you think of North Florida, yeah. you in South Georgia. It's all cousins. the same. Cousins. <laughs> a lot of <laughs> A lot East, of cousins. East Alabama and West Georgia and same North place. Florida. You could mix them. That's a three-card monster. You could shake them up and be like, yeah, no, they're all the same place. You'll never know. So I had to ride through there, and I listened to the whole Splashcast 36-pack from episode 99. 98 and 97. <laughs> I was like, because the, the, the music down there is awful. I was like, oh my God. Shout it. I listened yeah. to the whole thing. So I have extensive knowledge to let y'all know that the Splashcast 36 pack is where it's at. Shout it. Is where it's at. And if you have to ride yourself through some hey. racist territory, just know, turn it up, go to speed limit. If you got to get out. on a flight, download it. And I'm going to tell you like this, man. During while I'm making the playlist, I listen to no other music, nothing else. I won't even go back to last week's music until I've completed this playlist. So I want to let you know that everything that I put out, I have heard and I have to like it because that's the only thing I will subject myself to. Period. That's simple. But I know what I'm doing. Yes, sir. So now we're back with it. We're back with it with the basketball segment, news around basketball. And y'all know what it is, man. The only thing that matters in basketball right now is what? NBA playoffs. It's the NBA playoffs, y'all. 
man. We'll get to the Hawks later. Warriors Kings. Warriors Kings. Wait, maybe. hold on. Make yourself oh. a drink, though. Make yourself. This is a stress. I, this really? is a stressful time. I'm gonna um, take a shot for I don't Hawks. typically drink Hennessy because yeah, I'm not a rapper. But tonight, <laughs> we're getting a little judicious with the poor. And then, of course, oh. this episode has measurements also been went out the, the window peach. in the pregame, brother. <laughs> the peach nectar of Jumex. Oh, um, no. Throw a little Canada dry on the top of that. We call this a Georgia peach. Um, this is not an ad. And you can't people, taste what people what people say when they got nah, a, when they feel nah. like they got a bunch of followers. This is not an ad. This is not a cat. But Canada dry. Hey, Jumex, y'all want to send me some peach? Oh, see, okay, see, there we go. That's one thing black people gonna do. We gonna drink that. Go ahead, ginger ale. Go ahead, that ginger ale. Go ahead, that ginger ale. No matter what, I yo. If I'm sick, <laughs> if I'm tired, if I'm drinking, little ginger ale make me feel good inside. Um, but yeah, we're gonna call this the Georgia Peach for the thousandth episode. Thank you guys for rocking with us. Always remember, like, follow, subscribe. This is the realest podcast in the world. If you did not know before, we also did release the website, splashcast.com. Um, that is where you can find the episodes, that's where you can find the playlist, that's where you can find me and my friend <laughs> Reggie Davis. <laughs> Let's go. Yes, sir. So Warriors Kings has been basically the series of the first half, right? Of the first round. Uh, it's currently 2-2. Uh, the Kings won. Jimmy Butler is crazy. Golly. Uh, we, the Kings. We should have got him. He should not be wasting, his, wasting away in Miami with Caleb Martin. <laughs> Duncan, Duncan uh, Robinson and Fat Lowry. <laughs> Fat Lowry is hilarious. Uh but Kings Warriors and I, call, I I I I want credit for that. I'm the only person who's willing to call him Fat Lowry. So the Kings Warriors isn't it, Jimmy got 41 points on 24 shots. Damn, he honest you. <laughs> uh, Man, he treats you like DeAndre Aiden Middleton. So the Kings Warriors has been the best series of the first half. The Warriors, little background. The Warriors have been awful on the road. They have been the 180-degree opposite at home. Probably, I think they're the top three team at home in the league and worst three team on the road. If you lose every time away. Yeah. So the Warriors, um, of course, ended up tying the series 2-2. Draymond stepped on Sabonis' chest, gave him a bruised plate, uh, sternum. Time out. Time out. Time out. We're rewriting that narrative. Sabonis grabbed his foot. Mm-hmm. That's the part about the story that always gets misplaced. Sabonis grabbed his foot, so Draymond stepped on his chest. I'm not responsible for my foot if you grab my ankle. You wanted the ankle. I assume you wanted the foot. Hold this. It's an old school little John Stomper, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, the, him stomping on the chest, they call that a block. They about to cheat for Miami. Him, him, his Kyle Lowry. Oh, y'all. So if my, if Kyle Lowry comes and beats y'all ass, then I y'all deserve it. Y'all call it Fat Lowry and Kyle Lowry. It's two types of disrespect. Kyle Lowry is, is more disrespectful than I'm willing to. In some reason, <laughs> Fat Lowry is not as offensive as Cow. Cow is like. But um, so the Warriors, I few things. I'm gonna, I'm gonna show y'all the next superstar that has a, announced his arrival. 
in this league. His name is um De'Aaron Fox. De'Aaron Fox, and <laughs> I want to tell you about a take that you had since we talked talk about bad takes. When you asked me, we were Uh-oh. talking about Donovan Mitchell, and you said, where do you have De- uh, De'Aaron Fox? And I had him up there. And you was like, I, why would you have him up there? I wouldn't have him up there. You got him even way more. De'Aaron Fox looks like, and he's been called the most clutch guard in the NBA today. Now, I don't know about that because he's still got Steph Curry. But De'Aaron Fox is here. He's 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 hitting the three. He's fantastic. And he's leading the Kings to what looked like, oh, it's a tie game. What looked like was going to be a win against the Warriors. But now we're tied 2-2. What you about to say? So I want to be able to address Fox respectfully and fairly. Before this season, I was right. He is co- coming to this season and Sacramento and Mike as their coach have put together an excellent team. Wait, whoa, Jimmy Butler with the duck? Yeah. He just took the lead. That's tough. To- yep. So I I would I'm not going to say that I was wrong because I'm also going to be reasonable about these players. (laughs) One season, we have too many guys who are one season killers. Now, I do want to say that Fox has hit the most clutch shots and he's the most clutch performer of this NBA season. Uh, Per the award they're going to give out, I want to give him respect and kudos to that. Because when the rubber meets the road, it is the time to do that. And I want to make sure that 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 is addressed. But this is only one season. In order for you to fall into that category for me, you got to come back again. You got to knock on that door again and again and again. That is one of the things that I will give Jimmy Butler that I do not give a lot of other players. Jimmy Butler is prepared to play and win every time. No matter who the team is. He is out there doing it with Kyle Lowry, who I am a firm believer should have never been on this team I honestly think that that slot should have been anybody else. Julius Randle. No, Julius Randle. I said New York did not appreciate Julius Randle. And Nick, we thank you for appreciating the shades. You might be a little tight right now. But no, when the Knicks did not appreciate Julius Randle, I said Julius Randle should have took his ass right on to Miami. Bam, Julius and Jimmy Butler would have given you a difficult, if not hellacious, front court. And instead, they spend money on Kyle Lowry, and he's just riding coattails. So, you other than you against Trey, do, he cooked Trey. What does what does dang Giannis? What does when you say he has to do this for more than one year? Do you mean like no, but win in the playoffs? Like, what do you mean by that? You have to establish Sacramento as a legitimate team, and if you go back and listen. One thing that I did say is watch that the Sacramento Kings. I think that they're a very interesting team to watch. No, I'm not. I'm not going to let you try to give yourself uh, uh, kudos and credit when you had a bad take. So he's no, been no, 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 25. No, 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 no. I, I want to be very clear. Even though I did like Sacramento, I put Sacramento <laughs> as my team's. Like they're <laughs> in the middle of teams <laughs> that I like, but I think are underdeveloped. 
I didn't I did not see the development going to this. I didn't think that they were ready to take this step in the West. But now for me, the next step is to be consistent in the West. Now, do I think that they can do that with Sabonis and Fox and um, Keegan Murray? Yes, but you got to show me. And the reason I say that is I'm Atlanta Hawks fan. We went to the Eastern Conference Finals, and then we have never looked the same again. So it it is about being able to win once and then coming back and doing it regularly. But do I think that they can do it? Hell yeah. I respect the hell out of the Sacramento Kings. So, oh, yeah, whoa, you, 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 hey, you changed hey, that. Hey, you ch- hey, hold on. You changed that conversation from De'Aaron Fox to the Sacramento Kings. So, you, with the original conversation to take was about De'Aaron Fox and saying that you wouldn't oh, have Oh, let's address high. it then. Whoa, let's address that on. then. No, no, Fox. it ain't no need to adjust. You said your part. So, you said he needs to be I, more consistent. And I'm like, wait, hold on. He come on, Reggie, what? come on, shoot at me now. I know that's what you really want. <laughs> Come on, 25, let's 6, let's and 4 this year. He averaged 23, 6, and 4 last year. 25, 7, and 4 the year before. So That means nothing if you're not winning. Well, I'm going to get there. So if he's doing that, he's been consistent. He just didn't have any help. Secondly, if that doesn't mean anything when you're not winning, then you're a champion of John Collins, right? John Collins had some of his best statistical years when we were awful playing him at the five yet you reference that talking about John Collins. So if you're going to reference when they're awful talking about John Collins, you can't disregard when the Kings were awful yet. De'Aaron Fox was out here balling. De'Aaron Fox has been good for like four years. He's just now has a winning team. John Collins is fundamental on the Atlanta Hawks getting to the Eastern conference finals. That's, that's my answer. And I mean, did, well, and that we'll was get, a sidestep because we'll I referenced when you were talking about John Collins I li- I when he like, was with the I team like playing Fox. the five. I like Fox, but once again, everything to me is the end. Oh, God. Ooh, Josh, you give me jumps. Um, everything is about the hierarchy of the NBA guards. We have to have a real answer and we have to really know where you rank in, in the number of NBA guards. There are about 20 spots that I will consider premier guards. And that's a that's actually a ton of spots. But within that, you have to know where you rank. And going into this season, I don't think that anybody would have said that De'Aaron Fox is better than Trey Young. Even me, as not the lover of Trey Young. But I will say after this season, the way that he's played. There is no way that you can't put De'Aaron Fox above Trey Young. Now, rankings is in we're not talking about rankings. You just said you didn't believe in him. I'm saying, and he has to be more consistent. You're saying he's only done it for one year. I think you're conflating yeah, you come back. You're you're conflating the Kings with De'Aaron Fox. De'Aaron Fox has done it for three years, three or four years. The Kings have only you been. You gotta good do for it on a year. winning team or your Bradley Beal. I'm sorry. Wait. You gotta win. <laughs> but on, you reference John on, shoot. Collins. Nah, shoot now. You reference John Collins when we were awful. Now, that's the other part. This is the one thing about episode 100. I want everybody to get that gun and shoot now. So when I shoot back, now I got this 45. Oh my and I God. shoot back, don't get mad. But shoot. But yeah. No, nah, but I'm just saying when you reference Jimmy Butler or 
as Josh says, Dame Lillard. You reference some of the players who are with awful teams. You you give them a pass. Why can't you do that with De'Aaron Fox? Oh, my God. Jimmy Butler yes, has the intangibles. And you Jimmy just, Butler just he's saw at 50. him hit it. He has 50 points. Jimmy Butler has 50 points. The Heat have 112. This is he my 50. And, 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 it is, and, and this is the other part about, like, Jimmy Butler is what makes it difficult to have a sports podcast. You're not picking Jimmy Butler as one of the top five small fours in the NBA. But if the rubber needs to read the, meet the road, it is very – he hit it. This is the reason I asked for Jimmy Butler. I said, Hawks, if y'all can get Jimmy Butler, I love – like, there's nothing – and it's not it's, – it's not – It's not lose focus, though. We're talking about Darren Fox. It's not lose focus. Yes. Fox, you got me. You got me for one season, but you got to show me. No, show me I again, don't. Reggie. That's my whole point. He's been good for four. The Kings have been good for one. That's not fair. That's show, not fair. That's show not fair. me. I don't care about. Okay, this is what I do well, believe about the NBA. Say, say it. No, say what you, you can, about to say. You, you don't care about. You don't care about what? I don't care about you scoring a ton of points on a losing team. You I don't. don't then you can no longer reference John Collins when he was playing the five for Atlanta and he averaged 20 and 10 because we were awful in those two years. You can no longer reference that with your point. Can I ask you a question? Nope. <laughs> no, nah, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Here. <laughs> nah, what go about ahead, go him ahead. being influential in the reason that we went to the Eastern Conference Finals? That's why I said no, because you're going to sidestep what I just said. That's a major accomplishment. We but that's but you're not but, but that that's you're, when was the you're, last you're, time you're, somebody you're baptized Joel you're diverting, Embiid? You're diverting. You're diverting. You're diverting. You're diverting. You're diverting. I said I'm you can diverting. no longer. I'm an, so I'm, so I'm are diverting. you so if you're not a very so if you're not so can you agree that you cannot reference John Collins' years when we were awful if you can't reference De'Aaron Fox years when they were awful? No, I'm gonna tell you why. Because, the, and, and we're gonna talk about this again here in a in a very in a in a few moments. If 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 they don't beat the Warriors, then what did they do? They got put out in the first round. Okay, so speaking of beating the Warriors, they're two two, and That's now De'Aaron Fox. And I'm gonna tell you right now. I'm gonna tell you right now. Same thing with Spider Mitchell. If you traded away your future and you got put and you get put out in the first round, you 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 won a, a decent amount of regular season games. You got nothing accomplished. I and I, I'm and wait, hold on. This is episode 100, so I'm gonna get some things off. Y'all right? Jalen Brunson does have me in the fell clutch. A lot he of people does. have you in the fell clutch. Sure. Wait, hold on, Reggie. He got me in the fell clutch. He does. He has made me. Look like a fool. Herschel, fool. But just like he does, Donovan Mitchell and that overpay, you have to give me credit for being right about that. If you guys can't make it out of the first round against the Knicks, and no offense to the Knicks, but I don't think the Knicks are competing for a championship right now. And in spite of Mitchell, if you can't make it out of the first round, then you have to give me credit for saying that that was an overpay. So are you done? You done? So first off, the 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 Spider Mitchell conversation was similar to the De'Aaron Fox conversation. Nobody said that. Nobody argued with you that 
what they tra- paid for him was too much. What you said was that you could get him as a dime a dozen. You could get Donovan, Donovan Mitchell as a dime a dozen is what you said. Nobody said that paying five first round picks was in, was not insane. Everybody agreed are, that was not insane. So I want there, no 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 no. Let's talk. I let you talk. I let you talk. I let you talk. I want y'all to make note of Norwood when you ask him a specific question. He always sidesteps. The original conversation was dot was De'Aaron Fox. Now we talking about Donovan Mitchell and another bad take that he had about Donovan Mitchell, then he tried to turn you it can't. around and say, well, we're going to skip the fact that I said he's a wow. dime a dozen and that wow. five picks was too much. So you're pivoting well, to a play, point where nobody said nobody said anything about the five picks. Nobody said five picks. Nobody said that. Well, I, I was cool till you tried to point out a, a bad take that I had from in the pregame. I was like, oh, this, that's where we're going to go that we hear. So Again, De'Aaron Fox has been doing it for four years. Donovan Mitchell is not a dime a dozen. So you can say, yes, that the Kings there need to do d- it, but that d- was not the point. You can say, yes, Donovan Mitchell was overpaid for. Nobody argued with you that it was five picks was worth it. Nobody did. But nobody that's, else. That's you are the only true. one that's, you are that the only one. That is, that is true. You are the only one that said Donovan Mitchell was so a dime it. a dozen. And so we were all it. like, you are so out of your it. mind. You are out of your mind. So say it. So say it. Donovan Mitchell wasn't overpaid by the Cavaliers. Say that. Yeah. I said it when you said it. I agreed with you. So you agree that Donovan Mitchell isn't overpaid? If you agree that he's not a dime a dozen. I agree. I, I, I believe there are a dozen. I believe there are a dozen. I believe there are a dozen blah, 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 blah. who does what he does. <laughs> they, no, then fuck you. I don't agree with that. You wrong as shit, and you won't. You won't. Damn. You won't. You won't take the fact that you wrong because just you know, on episode ninety nine. No. Kick the table over for the sake of it. Nope. No. On no. episode ninety nine, okay. you agreed that you were wrong. So now you gonna back off Wait, because I called you so, out on it. So it's cool. So who's better? I just wanted to establish. I want. Don't mind care what you're saying. I wanted to establish that Norwood moves the goalpost and he did it in real time tonight wait i digress donovan mitchell has a fractured finger we never got to the point that he's not playing in game five (laughs) wait he's not no he has a fractured no darren fox darren fox darren fox darren fox darren fox Fox. Fox. he's he's he is doubtful for game five with a fractured finger on his shooting shooting hand. wait 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 wait. so this is what i would like to do hopefully we get an opportunity yes josh this is a shit show um, can we get the rankings of Donovan Mitchell, De'Aaron Fox, Trey Young, and Devin Booker? No. Didn't expect that, did you? <laughs> I gotta give it to you. I can only open the door. Not, let's go to E40. Let's go to E40. We have we have Spiral pivoted. Bro, We've is, done it all. This is number one. We have three, two, three, four, five, six, and seven to get through a basketball. If you look at the where we really have gotten in the episode, you'll be like, we think we like done. And we, Bro, like, we are uh, we are 96 minutes in. And this is gonna be listen, this might be a part one, part two release since we ain't had no ATL edition. So a show. <laughs> a show. Hey man, shout out to E40, yeah. big dog. E40. Got kicked out of Sacramento Kings Arena for doing nothing as it came out. So then he went back to the Chase Center in 
uh, what you call it? They put him on the thing. And he got a standing ovation. Wait, hold on, hold on. We're stop, stop, stop. Number one, Kevin and Josh, where are your drinks at? Y'all got me fucked up. This is a celebration. <laughs> I have a podcast and made it to a hundred episodes. Y'all pick the poison. Are we going light or dark? I want one of those from Josh and Kevin, the peanut gallery. I do appreciate y'all boys. Y'all been rocking with us since the very, very since beginning. Very, since Kevin, I'm telling you, that, Kevin Josh and Col- Josh. that John Collins episode was. <laughs> and 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 I like that y'all keep my integrity in check. No, 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 no. Ain't no cheers. Are we going light or dark? Because no once again, this episode is brought to you by what? Patrinacy. Listen. We do Patron. take all sponsorships now. We have a website, in case y'all didn't know. We told y'all we premiered the website earlier, so we can actually have sponsorships now. We can take donations, Patron and Hennessy. Listen, Patronacy, shout out to Marshawn again, bro. Which one are we drinking? Because he's... As, I, and, and I, I poured I've both. been looking forward to both. this. I've already drank my Patron. <laughs> <laughs> out of all the people, I can't believe that you said that. We'll do a shout out Hennessy on your behalf. Um... Oh, oh wait, yeah, Patron- man. Patronacy is a one guys. thing. You oh, bought yeah. one shot of Patronacy? Come on, man. I'm yeah. Than that. I appreciate you guys for rocking with us. I appreciate you guys with attention to, to hold me accountable to these takes. It doesn't matter because we're going to have new takes. We have new 100 episodes on the way. And then in 200 episodes, we'll be right back here again. And we'll, be do- we'll do it one more time. And well, go that, Jimmy Butler. That, that was a wonderful, heartfelt pivot. Wonderful, heartfelt pivot. But it's fine. No, no. Let me double down because I am going before. No, before we take this shot, <laughs> dear Fox, show me again what you can be. You're currently you're better than Trey. This man. season, you're better than Trey. It's a lot. I don't have a way we'll to, to say it. that. And we'll you know to what? It. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna be the person who'll do it first, since nobody else will do it. I will say that Devin Booker won. I will say that I said Devin Booker, De'Aaron Fox, Trey Young, <laughs> and Spider Mitchell. Shout out to Josh. <laughs> yeah, Patrona Hennessy is definitely the young blacks drink, not the oldest. <laughs> yeah, I want to say that I gotta give. I might, I might give. How many point? How many assists did Fox have? Average. Nah, it's Booker yeah, one. I mean, Spider if you go two, by statistics, Fox Trey three, two. Trey four. If you go by statistics, Trey is no. two. But De'Aaron average. Uh, no. All of those guys also play better defense than Trey Young. Trey Young's defense is De'Aaron's is non-existent. Six and four. But hey, let's get back to the to let's try to get so E forty got us. Oh shot. Okay, shot. Boom. Foul. Listen. Um. <laughs> no, Brooke Lopez just hit a bank three. Um, shout out to E forty. He got disrespected in Sacramento. As you can see here, he gets a standing ovation. He gets a standing ovation in Oakland. Of course, you know. Listen, when we get to the Lakers, I found out that all California teams are pity, are petty. They are very pity or petty, depending on how you feel. Are petty. Uh, we'll get to the Dylan Brooks, LeBron James, the graphic a little later. Uh, but 
they put E40 on the screen after he gets kicked out of Sacramento and Sacramento releases there's a video release making E40 seem like the aggressor when in all actuality it was actually the privileged Anglos that were aggressive with him and Sacramento No no, 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 no. they're not the privileged Anglos cuz they were behind him they're the less privileged Anglos Anglo. <laughs> you can't you can't sit but you can't you can't sit behind somebody and be like, oh well thanks. You sitting behind a person who paid more for a ticket and sex and exercising your privilege is unspeakable. That is dastardly and it doesn't actually make any business sense if you work in premium seating. That's a different conversation for a different day, but so shout out, yeah, man. Shout, shout out to out the E40. Kings. I can't you blew believe it. Miami won this game. Jimmy Butler had 54 points. I can't believe that happened. Will Power. Uh, hey, man. Uh, what were we talking about with Stephen? Uh, so, game four. The Warriors are up 126 121, and Steph Curry has a Chris Webber brain fart. And for though, I know it ages us. To reference Chris Webber at UNC, but it is what it is. Chris Webber had the biggest brain fart ever uh, when he was playing against Michigan. UNC in the Fab Five for Michigan in the national championship game. Um, and he called timeout, and they didn't have any timeouts left, and they, they shot uh, a technical free throw. The rule is the exact same in the NBA. Steph Curry calls timeout, and as y'all can see that are listening or watching, that he scored 63 points in the fourth quarter. As y'all can see there, watching Steve Kerr loses his mind. But you can't do anything about it because it's Stephen Wardell. Let me let me make sure I put some respect on the full name. Wardell Stephen The greatest Kerr. shooter of all time. And won't be touched. Won't be touched. Uh, so shout out. But yeah, man, this was crazy. So here he is right here. Go ahead, Norwood. This to me is an, an example of Nobody else can do this. If anybody <laughs> else does this, you are a fired ass, ass boy. Ooh. Not, hey, 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 son. Go ahead, give me them shoes. Give me that jersey. Unfortunately, you will not be back next season. Mm-hmm. And I don't want other people because people, oh, there are a ton of people watch our podcast and think. I don't want you to get this confused and think that you could do this at your job. I don't think that if you play sports, I don't want you to think that you can do this on your team. This is not available for anybody other than the greatest shooter of all time. This is a historically bad mistake. This is the culmination, the explanation of complete and utter non-situational awareness. But if you're the greatest person to ever shoot a basketball, we're going to let you slide. This is what happened when other when regular people break laws and think that they are going to be treated like famous people. Yeah. No. Hey. And Lakers. Steve Kerr, the only thing you can do is STFU. Shut the fuck up. Because no, you have Steve no championships mad. without him. Shit. Hey, Steph, if there's anybody you that have a conversation. Well, first off, you're wrong. Steve has five championships without him. Remember, he played. So he if there's anybody that can talk to Steph and say, hey, that was dumb as fuck. It's Steve, it's Steve Kerr. Hey, Steve Kerr, Steve Kerr, Steve Kerr, Steve Kerr. Respectfully, coach. And I want to I want to tell you I have a ton of respect. A lot of disrespect about to come. You're right not one, two, three, four, or five on your team, coach. 
and I love you, and I and you know how there's a respect for your coach. You be like, bro, I want to disrespect you, dog, but you can't talk. You took this job from Mark Jackson, and you've done wonderfully with it. But let's be very clear. Me and you playing basketball, there's nothing you can tell me about this game. If you're not James Naismith and didn't create it, I'm going to need you to shut the hell up talking to me. I'm going to need I'm gonna need you to count your rings. Listen, I'm all right. If that's where you want to go, I'm going to come for Steve. How many rings you got? How many rings you got? You got four. Steve Kerr. Right? You got Steve four Kerr. with me. I got you four. You, you, I got you four. And Reggie, then, Reggie, see, you from the four that I got, you gonna... I still got five over here hey. on this other hand. Hey. This other hand from when hey. I was a player, I got and five I, over hey. here, including game-winning shots. You know what I mean? Don't disrespect hey, these Steve Kirby, dog. If I call Michael Jordan, he going to take your rings. And if I call Tim Duncan, he going to take your rings. And then you... No, he won't. You can't talk no, to won't. me, Steve. No, he won't. Steven. He won't take his rings because Michael... Because he hit the game-winning shot. You could say that if you didn't Steven. play, if you was Stacey King, but you're not Stacey King. You Steve Kerr. You hit the game winning shot. Can't do it. Can't do it. Can't do it. Can't do it. I didn't mean to, Stacey. You 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 the homie too, bro. You I you be out here now. My bad, big dog. But what I'm saying is, like, nah, Steve, if there's anybody that can talk, it's Steve Kerr, Shannon. Steve Kirk is talking. But also, Steph, this also, was dumb as hell. Also, Memphis just started eight to two. On, eight to on two. Lakers well, eight hey, four. LeBron. They started six LeBron. nothing. They started six nothing, three or three. I I, I was quiet while we because we talking about the Warriors Kings. But I was like, hey, they man, the parade inside your like, city, the city, yeah. Uh, but hey, man, Steve, hey, Steph, play us fuck up. As Josh said, play us fuck up. It is what it is. Well, but look. Got- Let's yeah, we've been out here on this this what we ain't made it past the Warriors Kings yet. Um I do want to talk about Draymond, Draymond please. I want to talk about Draymond because this is one of the most mature takes that he's had in a while. Um Draymond came off the bench after being suspended. And because he came off the bench, I I think the Warriors started off so much better and they were so hot against the Kings. Um, and then bringing him to start the second half and come off the bench in the first half is it, it, it transformed the series. Plus, of course, as you said, Norwood, you said, I will, I shoot at you, but I'll give you, I'll give you props. And you're talking about Andrew Wiggins. You said it's unfortunate for, uh, the Kings and Andrew Wiggins looks like a pterodactyl out there blocking shots from half court. But, um, Draymond came off the bench and his take was, Yo, it doesn't matter how I feel about coming off the bench. What's good for the team? You're the head coach. You're the head coach. If I'm coming off the bench, then that's what it is. It doesn't matter how I feel. That's a mature-ass take. Let's listen to him. Guys who, you know, I mean, 11 years in, you start to feel a sense of entitlement. You know, like, that spot's yours. and starting as yours and I, I i never want to reach that point in my career where i feel entitled to something um those guys don't don't fare well in the end so just wanted to do what i thought was best for this team and it was good for us so like- play another clip too please okay you want and to we can discuss to- all of this okay so here you go I came off the bench. I went to Coach Kerr after the game. I told him right then, I'm like, yo, Coach, if I need to come off the bench, like, fine. Like, I'll come off the bench, no problem. And he's like, oh, I could almost caught him by surprise. Like, 
He's like, oh, the one thing that I didn't want to happen was like, I come back and everybody's like, oh, this work. Well, Loon comes out the star lineup. That's bullshit. Like, that's bullshit. You're an awful fucking teammate if that's what you think should happen. Looney just had 20 rebounds, nine assists, dominated the game. You don't then go to him and say, hey, your reward is to come out of the star lineup. That's, as a leader of a team, that's how you lose guys. Coach called me a day later and said, all right, this is what we're doing, but you haven't, you haven't come off the bench in nine years. How are you in a playoff game? How are you going to feel about that? I said, well, coach, number one, who fucking cares? Who cares how I feel about that? Doesn't matter. Feelings don't matter. You don't have time for feelings in the playoffs. You get caught in your feelings. You get caught on on the uh, the 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 boat to Cancun. Number two, I feel great. I'm fine. I'm re- I'll be ready to go when it's time for me to go in. Big question is, do you keep coming off the bench? I don't know. I started the second half, um, but what I will tell you is I don't care. Most important thing to me. And to guys that has played here, which is why we've won championships, is winning. Coming into this game, I came off the bench. I went to Coach Kerr after the game. Talk your shit, Draymond. Talk your shit, dog. Go ahead. Tough not li- it's tough not to like this guy. It is very tough to be like, I don't like this guy. He's undersized. He's underspeeded. He's under he's under athleticized. <laughs> He has a ton of humility. He can't and, and he he like the ability to have a player who is a Hall of Fame player mm-hmm. who says at the end of the day, I don't give a shit. What can we do to win more basketball games? In a league where you have guys who want to be the headliner, it is actually more important to, to headline than actually win games. That's why Draymond will always be effective. He understands his role. He understands his place in life. You're right. Kevon Looney had four points and 20 fucking rebounds. What do you say to that? He was crazy. He was crazy. He and and him and Draymond are just nobody's talking about it because De'Aaron Fox is so good. DeMontis Sabonis is getting his ass kicked. Like quietly as can they him. are putting him in a straight. But in jacket. a simple, regular, like you're making Sabonis, who is a damn good basketball player. I think right on the cusp of being like the, ne- he's the next version of his father. And if if you're of the person who's been a supporter of the ba- of basketball for the last 15, 20 years, you know his dad was a murderer. Arvidas, he's not my my Vitas. He's not our Vetus. He's your our Vetus. It's a bonus. <laughs> and that motherfucker was, for he him was to, an all star like, with no ACLs. By the time he made it to the league, nothing. he had no ACLs. It's crazy. He's all he crafty nice. veteran. He was old when he got there, but was still good. And now you have DeMontis, who who is legitimately, and, and I want to go ahead and tell y'all if y'all are like Pokemon people. There, there's the 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 evolution. <laughs> I know you have Jokic. It's a Pokemon reference. You have Jokic number one. You have Demontis Abonis number two. You have Alpran Sangoon who is number one, and that is the evolution. Um, you just went one two one instead of one two three. That's fine. Go ahead. But yeah, <laughs> but yeah, correct. But yes, at the end of the day. 
he understands that his value his value is about winning games. And as long as we continue to win games, I won't get fired. If we start losing games, then suddenly I have to find a new job. Yeah. And I think that Emmy Butler is good. I like that. I like that a lot. Um, Jimothy Butler is good. Whatever it is, he's right. But Traymond is the if he's not on your team, I can understand how you hate him. But as far as a team player, I don't care where I play as long as we win games. And the ability, he's a guy who you have to look at now. It's like, all right, well, how how do we make this guy a coach? So Draymond is a basketball savant, similar to LeBron James, right? Like he understands Say that louder because nobody gives him credit for that part. He understands. He's a basketball savant. He understands the game probably as well or as or as better than anybody else in the league. He understands. I I actually watched him last game. Like I watched the Warriors, but you always watch the Warriors because you watch Steph Clay and now Jordan Poole or Andrew Wiggins or Andre Iguodala who comes in or there's a. You gotta fix that. You gotta fix that. It should go Steph Wiggins, Poole Clay. That needs to be the new hierarchy. Well, even that, the point is you're watching everything else other than Draymond. I actually paid Draymond. attention and watched Draymond. And I was like, dog, like he commands everything for the Warriors on both sides of the court. Even if he doesn't do anything. And then he hit a three, hit a couple layups and started going to the rim. He's, like he commands and runs everything. And if without, he is a coach on the floor. The he is one of, there's a the quarterback. There's not many players that you can have that you can say on offense, you're legitimately playing four on five, right? Unless he's wide the fuck open, Draymond is not going to take a shot. So his defender is going to fall off and allow him to make the passes. And then I watched said, oh, what? well, if he's not going to shoot, why are y'all out here like guarding him? Well, when y'all back off of him, he he's makes the, the best pass or the best basketball play every time. I don't think he gets enough credit for that. And for him to be able to come off the bench and still have that impact, I think with one, he'd stay with the Warriors. If we could keep, if they, if they could, the money part. Yeah. But from a basketball yeah, standpoint, I mean, you re- if you he comes off the, the contract, bench, but if he comes off the bench and allows Jordan Poole to start. And I think the third thing that he would have to add the contract coming off the bench, the third thing you have to add to stay with the Warriors would be he have to mentor Kaminga to get to the point where he is because Kaminga is supposed to be his replacement. If he could do that, Draymond would probably play about five more years. He could play five Kam- more years. Kaminga can't do it. If you ask, there was actually a clip, and I'm 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 going ahead and apologize for not having that ready for the podcast. But there is a clip where Kaminga didn't play but three minutes in this game. I yeah, he didn't he play was, a ton of minutes. He's big baby Davis in it. He was crying on the sideline. Dray- Draymond's ability to. Draymond is smart. If you can find out who truly the best players are on whatever team you work on, whether it be in your real life or on a basketball court, he understood that for the majority of my life, I need to pass Clay the ball and Steph the ball. But not just passing the ball, passing the ball where they want it. That's the reason. Jonathan Kaminga is infinitely more, at this point, athletic than Draymond. He has, he can shoot. He can dribble, he can penetrate. He's a he's a 
relatively well-rounded basketball player, even though not completely proven. But Draymond understands where Steph likes the ball past him, where Clay likes the ball past him, and he facilitates for everybody else. So there are a ton of guys who may be better basketball players than me. You don't understand the game of basketball and the players that I play with on that level. He, he does that part. He does, he sets screens. He does everything that nobody else really wants to do. Majority of people want to score points, shoot shots, and not play defense. Draymond want to set screen, pass the ball to guys who are open, and make it easy for everybody else. I don't know if Draymond... So Jonathan Kaminga... Oh, go ahead. So Jonathan Kaminga has to have a pep talk from Andre Iguodala in the game. Draymond starts the second half. I'm available. I understand how I fit in this system. Kaminga's a bad, better basketball player. And that's, what I, well, well, that's why I was saying that Draymond has to... Draymond has to... He'll have to mentor him. Or Kaminga's going to be out of there. But... um. I don't think Draymond becomes a Warriors Correct. Adonis Haslam unless he's willing to take only a million a year. Which, I mean, if I was paid a million a year to just come to practice and sit on the bench, I'd do it. It is what it is. But we got to keep it moving. Got to keep it moving. Hey, man, the Hawks played the Celtics. The Splash Cast was in the building. I was there at the game. The crowd was electric. How'd you feel? It was crazy. Um, the Celtics are just a good team, man. Like, they hit. This is the difference between the Celtics and the Hawks. There's there's no difference except for the Hawks don't have anybody with size that can just go get you a bucket. When the Celtics, when the game got close, the Celtics gave the ball to Jason Tatum or, J- or Jalen Brown. That's the only person that they, yo, Malcolm Brogdon had hit three threes in the first. Yeah, shut the fuck up. We're not giving you the ball. Uh, Grant Williams was out there hitting threes in the corner. Hauser, Al Horford was over for forever. Like it don't matter what y'all got going. You can have thirty-seven points. Derek White, you could do whatever you want to do. At the end of the day, when the game came close, they gave the ball to Jason Tatum and Jalen Johnson. I'm sorry. No, the one Jason Tatum you want to know the Brown. answer is the Atlanta Hawks think that they can beat. The Boston Celtics shooting threes. I watched this game, yeah, and they fell into true. the trap mm-hmm. of shooting threes and not playing defense. As long as the Hawks continue to not play defense, they're wasting everybody's time. If you're not going to play any perimeter defense, and you're going to let the guards blow past the other guards and then put the centers and bigs in position where they either have to step up to stop a guard who's not missing shots or leave their guy open, you're going to get your ass cooked. And we're going to do that. And that's, that is that is now Quinn Snyder's fault. Because Quinn Snyder, you continue to enable this, this offensive and defensive setup where the perimeter guys play no defense. They get beat. As soon as they get beat, Clint, John, Jalen, or Onyeka step up to stop the easy layup. What happens as soon as they step up to stop the easy layup? They pass the ball to the guy who they're supposed to guard and then shoot the layup, and they score in the paint. As long as we continue to shoot threes and not play defense, we're wasting everybody's time. 
Good news is John Collins is going to be the first person out. He's going to get so, fired. And I've, if he I've continues to shoot had, these oh. stupid threes, his ass is out. But I, I honestly don't think getting fired from the Atlanta Hawks is a bad thing right now. So watching that game, the Hawks won game one, two, three. The Hawks won game three because the bench went crazy and we dominated the paint. We, we out, can't we, shoot like that, Reggie. Well, hold on. We out we out rebounded them, I think sixty four to thirty five. We had we had more offensive rebounds than they had total rebounds, right? So That's stupid, Josh. What I don't understand is in this game, we had Capella had ten and seven. John was parked at the three point line and he was one of five, one of nine total. And that one was an alley oop. Like the Celtics don't have an interior presence other than Robert Williams. And Robert Williams ended up going 13 to 15. But Quinn Snyder, along with, has decided to, and I'm not, I don't hate it. You're playing the younger players. You're playing a Kung Wu and you're playing a Jalen Johnson. But if Robert Williams has 13 points and 15 rebounds, Okungwu is getting cooked. You're not always going to be an all pro every night. If you're all pro every night, then you make the Hall of Fame, right? Most of these guys are not going to make the Hall of Fame. Sometimes you need to put in Clint Capella versus Onyeko Okungwu. And you don't need to keep putting John Collins in the corner. John Collins in the corner, nobody talks about, yes, he shoots threes and he's 40% or whatever. But putting John Collins in the corner, then be, and with, nice game. with no threat, if you notice, it allows the person that's guarding him to fall into the paint. They fall into the paint. So now Okungwu, who's already offensively limited, now going up against two people. Or Trey, when he drives and it's instead of it's just him and the, the defender, he always gets past the first defender. It's the second defender that fucks him over. You're, you're getting that person. But if you put John at the high post, it's a different thing. Also, in game four, and in, in game three, I think Bogey and Bay were like 12, 13 from three. They yes, were they shot four fifteen and made them. They were four fifteen in game four, and that we're if you don't have the bench be or John point. Collins, you're gonna lose. You're gonna lose every time. You can't ask Sadiq Bay and Bogey to shoot nine of nine from three. That ain't gonna make it. And more than that, putting John Collins in the in the corner, he is not a three point shooter. Let's be very clear about that. John Collins shot one three pointer in his entire career at Wake Forest. He's evolved into a person who is who's created a three point shot. But if you reduce him to th- to majority of three point shots, he is going to be terrible. That is not his game. And if that's what you want, bench him, play Sadiq Bay. But if you play Sadiq Bay, just know all those rebounds, all that I'm secondary gone. defense that you hope, you are now putting all of your trust into Clint to fix all the defense. So, listen, shout out to the Hawks. I won lunch for a week because y'all won a game. But after DeJounte, so DeJounte Murray, the reason we have DeJounte Murray up here, is DeJounte Murray has been suspended for game five versus the Celtics after making inappropriate contact and verbally abusing a referee in game four. We're going to play the video in a minute, but I'm going to let y'all know it's some, ooh, big mad. 
big mad Norwood turned his camera off. So this is DeJounte Murray uh, versus the ref. If it's going to play. There you go. So that's Murray right there. He's talking to the ref, bow, and, and bumps into him and walks off. Yo, he's big mad. Like, DeJounte Murray, and he's talking to the ref afterwards. He's cussing the ref out. Now, I will say during this game, like, Boston, the Hawks fought and fought and fought, and every time the Hawks either got up or got tied, there's a random controversial foul against for the Celtics against the Hawks every time. I counted it. It was five times. I was like, okay. This is wild crazy. Norwood, are you good, brother? Fantastic and magical. You had to purge yourself over there? Or were you just mad about DeJounte? I mean, I'm frustrated. I'm I'm frustrated about this situation because the Jason Tatum situation that happened during the game. But I'm also very realistic. Jason, I mean, DeJounte Murray, you blew it. What were you doing? And let's be real about you, DeJounte Murray. You knew that this was like always in the back of your dossier about you tripping. And you do this shit. Like you knew. You I've been telling you he was gonna get suspended. Yeah, I mean, when we first saw it, I said I said the, the same way I said Draymond got ejected. I was like, DeJounte probably just got suspended. I was like, he probably because you you can't make you cannot make contact with the referee. Now, what Norwood yes, is referencing, yes, what, I just, what, I just, what I just pulled up is Norwood is referencing DeJounte Murray actually making, came back in a whole different lighting and scheme. <laughs> Josh, Josh is shooting tonight. That's what I'm talking about. Everybody take a shot, and we taking shots at each other. Shots and shots. That's the name of it. Shots and shots. Wait, Josh, you got a shot to drink? I'm ready now. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Shoot we got to stay up. on we got to stay on course, though, because we still got to make it through. So, Jason Tatum right here, he gets mad. He pushed the ref and then yells at the other ref and is hollering. And nobody says anything. He doesn't get a penalty. I'm sorry, that's football. He doesn't get a tech. He doesn't get a, a warning. He doesn't get anything. They just let him push the ref. Like, get off me. Move out the way. Like, and... And I'm gonna you let y'all know the shit that DeJounte Murray did, that. DeJounte didn't even touch him. Like in terms of like head. I'm mean, pause. Nah, in terms of like hands. Him. Yeah, he ran into him. Like, this shit crazy. Go ahead, Norwood. But you also have to understand where you are in life. Jason Tatum is an NBA superstar. <laughs> DeJounte know Murray your role. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Know your role? Yeah, that that is 100 percent it. Now, is this inconsistent? Yes. Is that what J.J. Redick has been saying for the last probably two months, that the NBA refereeing is inconsistent? Yes. Also, John Collins played excellent perimeter defense. He made it very difficult for Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum to shoot regular layups. Now, did they make some of those? Yes. Also, John Collins is going to be a very good player on somebody else's team. And we're going to have to watch him flourish just like Kevin Herter. But since so, Josh had everything so, so to say, Kevin Herter, yes, yes, so Kevin Herter, Kevin Herter has actually star. come down to earth. The Warriors have locked him down. <laughs> like he ain't really been doing nothing. But 
But and also, I mean, it is what it is. Like, hey, hopefully we get if we win game four, game five. If we and, win game and, five, I don't think we will in Boston. But hey, man, shout out to it. I'm interested to see what the off season is going to look like. What was you about to say? That that I think that they might have given us a little bit of the. As where we were a team that was defeated, we're down 3-1. I feel like we should be motivated to try to win. We should try to Draymond this thing. Our, one of, who You might say our best player has been suspended for, at best, an inconsistent call. So I'm interested yeah. to see how that plays I, I, out. I see what I you're saying. Like to, can, yeah. yeah, you're right. You're right. I would like to see us be motivated and and do our best to try to win a game that we don't deserve to win necessarily because we feel cheated. Trey, if you if you if you really moved heaven and earth to get him, and you need to do you need to do your best effort in this game to try to win a game. John Collins, if you really want to be here going forward, you need to play out of your mind. Also, I, I think that this is an opportunity for a guy who I think who's a very good basketball player to play, AJ Griffin. I think that I that is they're not gonna play anybody they haven't played. You're gonna you you gonna go with you your, your playoff lineup. They're not no, you crazy. There's they're not gonna this is you, in the preseason. You think they're going from nine game. to eight? They're not gonna play oh you oh, because DeJounte's hurt uh suspended. Uh, yeah, he's out. So yeah, I was yeah, they'll. Uh, you gotta play AJ Griffin. If if you gotta if play Jalen Moore, I think. But yeah, it's possible. It's two different positions. Honestly, the answer is bogey starts. I don't like that. I would rather start AJ Griffin, mm-hmm. and then have Bogey come off the bench. I would too. Um. It is what it is. I would too. Because I feel like Bogey and Sadiq Bay, while they are tricky bag of guys, I like them together. Because you can't put them in opposite corners, and they if you put Bogey and Sadiq Bay in opposite corners, somebody's open. And if they hit it, if in which they can, you good. Yeah. So we'll see, man. I mean, oh, mm. we'll see, man. Because once you put, once you put Sadiq, you put Sadiq in one corner, you put Bogey in one corner, then you you assume that Akungu is your starting, is your backup five, Jalen is your backup four, and then you rotate whoever is playing their best at that point. If Trace played his best, you put leave him on the floor. You go heavy offense. And I mean, Hunter played out of his mind last game. If he's playing well, you leave him on the floor. We play a nine-man rotation, and that that seems to be your backup five. I don't hate it. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. Man. We just, we'll get to we, the offseason. We, we'll get to the offseason discussion when the series is over. I'm still, you know me. I'm holding out hope, bro. I'm always holding out hope, but it ain't looking good though. Can we trade Dre? Um, we'll see. Uh, let's get to the Lakers Grizz, man. The Lakers Grizz are playing right now. Lakers up 31-25 in game four of this up 2-1 with LeBron, who just, now they're up 33-25. Uh, 
Lakers Grizz got a lot going on. You would think with the Lakers as the number seven seed versus the number two seed, the best players on the court for the Lakers would be LeBron or Anthony Davis, right? Especially in clutch time. Not even. Who leads the Lakers in fourth score fourth quarter scoring? Austin. I am the best player from Oklahoma in the NBA Reeves. Mm. On the NBA. That's a shot. Uh, Austin Reeves. Oh, the... are you wait? Are, wait, hold on. <laughs> are you saying that Austin Reeves is better than? No, but I said that Ray, shot. Rayford Young. I said that just just so that y'all can say that. No, I don't think he's better, but I think he's in a great situation, and he's better than most expected. He's probably number two, but he'll be in number three. So wait, so who's number three? I want to know who's number Buddy three. Hill. I'm gonna Buddy tell you. Hill. Buddy Hill. Buddy Hill. Buddy Hill. For the Lakers? No. Use oh, best Oklahoma, players Oklahoma, out of Oklahoma. Oklahoma, 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 Oklahoma. Trey, Austin Reeves, Buddy Hill. Fair. I don't hate that. So this 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 has Buddy been is toast. Is is has been I mean he's in purgatory. He's in Indiana. He this has been a very interesting series. Not just because it is graphic of being he's the most clutch, because he has been nice. He's been nice. But I mean, Ja got the whole sprained finger, hand, wrist thing. Uh, Dylan Brooks has been mediocre and poked the bear at the same time. Like he's 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 out here agitating old men, and that's what you can't. Dylan do Brooks is an average basketball NCAA. player. Desmond Bain is the guy who I've had actually a little bit more questions about because everybody wants to like make him the next guy and I'm not against Dylan Brooks being the next guy but I also have to be real that I just don't think that he's and that's an eye test it's not that because he can shoot the ball and he does he he seems to be functional on the Grizzlies but this is his time like if this is when when your number one guy is injured or not a hundred percent or not playing this is where your secondary guy has to show his worth and value. And to me, Desmond Bain just hasn't commanded the team. He he hasn't led or or you know, like Clay would Clay would go crazy or he'd go nuclear for a little bit and help Steph. Like Bain just seems for like he's fall like he, he's <laughs> he just hasn't he hasn't carried that in a way that him in himself. Now I will tell you the guy who that I actually like that nobody really pays attention to. I is Jones. His assist to turnover ratio him. is. I actually thought nuts. about him coming to the Hawks. I actually thought about him coming to well, the Hawks. Well no, no, the Hawks don't believe in having a backup point guard because they don't want to scare Trey. And Tyus Jones will be the antichrist of Trey. He's a guy who's only worried about making good plays. So yeah, no, we would never say, touch I, ne- him. I, I never I never said backup, but that gets into a conversation that we don't need to have. Um, Anthony Davis. Excuse is... me. Excuse me. Are you trying to? <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh boy, you. Yeah, you trying to get us? Trying to Chinese weather balloon for sure. Travis uh, Lee Anthony and, Davis and, and Nate McMillan listen to the podcast. <laughs> the 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 Lakers have played well. The Warrior. I mean the Warriors. The Grizzlies missing having no rim protection other than Jaron Jackson Jr. 
And really, with no Jaron Jackson Jr., I'm sorry, with no other person there and Jaron Jackson Jr. having to stay with AD, it's 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 a parade to the basket. You can't, I mean, LeBron at this, you can't stop him. Dennis Schroeder, we just saw Dennis Schroeder get to the rim. Austin Reeves is shooting. all. The reason Austin Reeves is averaging 25 points or whatever, 22 points or whatever, is because he's shooting free throw line jump shots and threes. I can hit the three and I can hit the free throw. It's it's not that difficult. So if you're gonna do all of that, it's 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 kind of crazy. It's kind of crazy. What are you about to say? So this is the one thing that I will say that these playoffs have exposed. You have two guys who are good basketball players. Really, three guys who are good basketball players, but in need of help. And they're kind of proving that the John Collins effect is true. <laughs> number one, cycle back. Number one, Jalen John, um, um, Jaron Jackson Jr. But no, Stephen Adams, he's not turning into a pumpkin. But he's just he doesn't have the same. He doesn't have the same effectiveness. Be careful what you say now. He scored like he had 31 and 15 in like game two. You're right about all of that. But the effectiveness, he's not, he can't. Like we were asking John Collins to play the five and be effective. Jaron Jackson Jr., if he plays the five, you you run into the same problem. Next person who runs into the same issue is Evan Mobley. Same issue. These guys are really good stretch fours, but they need a five next to them. Bam Adebayo, same thing. These guys are all really good at their position, but in order for them to be their best selves, they need a old school. I'm not saying old school, but you need another big next to them. They What's can't your be your I mean, primary most rim. Fours need a, most fours need a big next to them. What's your point? But my thing is, I don't think that people like Jaron Jackson Jr., he just has Steven Adams. So you look at Jaron Jackson Jr., Jaron Jackson gets the majority of the credit for being really good. Steven Adams' ability to move anybody in the NBA to where he wants to move them is something that does not get enough credit. Same thing with Jared Allen. Jared Allen, I don't think that he's the best center in the NBA. I honestly don't even think he's better than Clint Capella, but it's still a no. damn good center. And there is a value in a five that can still play the five because he helps your four be a really good four. Same thing I believe about Bam Adebayo. I think that Bam is a really good four, but I think that he needs to be partnered next to a five in order for his best skill set to blossom. So I think that all of those guys question. are in the same kind of question. Let me ask you this question. How many fours in Two. NBA history have not needed a five to make them better, right? There's not many fours in NBA history that can play the five. There's Tim Duncan. Uh, probably, uh, what's the dude from New York? Uh, Bernard King. What do you think about Kevin Garnett? Kevin Garnett? We talking about all NBA Hall of Fame championship winning players. That's not the norm. D Dennis Rodman. 
It's not uh, okay. That's not the norm. You name four players in the history of the NBA. Bill Russell, I'll give you five. Bill Russell, that's not the norm. So, AD, would you put him in that category? He fell down again. Would you, I about say, would you put him now. in that category? I put he, him in the category he that he right needs now. a five. I don't think, I think AD needs a five. I don't think he does not need a five. So, what I'm saying what is. What position is Carl Anthony Towns? Cancun. What I'm saying is. The four, the four, you're saying there's not many four. Most fours need a five. If you're a stretch four, you're going to need a five because you're not a physical player. If you're a physical four, you're going to need a three-point shooting five because you're the one that takes. Basketball is more of who occupies what space. It's not more position anymore. It's more of you need one person in the paint. One person at the free throw line, three people at the three. That's all basketball is now. So it, it's it's so it's hard Carl to Anthony say. Carl Anthony Towns is a four. Carl Anthony Towns doesn't know what he wants to be. If he's going to be a four, he needs to figure out. Okay, I need to have faster feet nah, to be able to guard. I can't make Robin a five. Robin was not a five. He was just a really good four. He said Robin needed he's a good five four because he wasn't a four. So Robin occupied the space of the five. But Bill Lane Beer was the five, but he could shoot threes. Yeah, uh, but Rodman was also really good with the Lakers. He was also good with the Bulls, and you can't name any of those. Rodman the Bulls. Um, Rodman the Bulls was the four. Luke Longwood was the five who could shoot from the free throw line. And Rodman also, when he decided to, he just wouldn't shoot. He could shoot threes. Um. But yeah, that that's a yeah. Ready to shot uh, to step to that. Uh, for me, I just do think that there is a new flock of guys who are really good stretch fours. Now I do agree with you on Evan Mobley. Four. Evan Mobley, I do agree with you. He can't handle he can't handle grown men whooping your ass night in night out. Pause. That and stretch four position is ceiling to buy who you accompany them with. That's the reason. That if I'm the Pacers, I am look. I need one of these guys because you got Evan a mouse chart. Evan Mobley, Evan Mobley is the answer. Evan Mobley on the Pacers makes the Pacers a contender in the East easily. But I think that any of these stretch fives make the Pacers a contender. If you put John Collins and Miles Turner, you're scary. If you put, I agree with you on that. Yeah, if if you put Miles Turner in Miami. What do you got? You got a whole different team. You got you got two top tier rim protectors. You can have Miles Turner who can you can kind of step outside and play four out. That that to me is the evolution and quietly. Small guards, I want you to I want y'all to enjoy y'all last three or four or five years in the league. The NBA is about to go to everybody being six, six and above. And if not, you're gonna have to be a class A murderer, or you're not gonna be able to. You're not gonna fit long. Man, shout out, uh, not shout out to this dude because he's racist. But Danny Ferry of the Hawks saw that like 15 years ago, and we had all. Danny six Ferry ain't racist. Danny Ferry. Danny Ferry said the same thing. That I I've made that joke before. Don't hold me to that. We all got Nigerian friends. I I, mm, and then you double down. I wasn't even gonna say. <laughs> That's edit point. Uh, two hours, twenty four minutes, and two. Yeah, seconds. clean, clean, clean me up, clean me up, clean me up. 
but, but yeah. what I'm saying is Danny Ferry saw that when he was trying to get the six foot eight, six foot eleven crew. We the Hawks. I always say that the Hawks would the Josh Childress, Josh Smith, Joe Johnson Hawks would be dangerous in today's NBA. But there's nothing you nope, can do about nope. it. No, that's who that's who we are now. John Collins has been reduced to jump shot Josh. If you're shooting more three pointers than you're shooting shots in, in the you're paint, right, Kev. you're right, Kev. Go ahead. I can't defend that. I, I won't defend that. I, I the same reason I used to go to Hawks games and tell Josh to keep shooting shots. And I have a friend who's a friend of Josh Smith and told me to not, who respectfully asked me to not disrespect him anymore. Yeah, if you if you shoot more threes than anything, you're wrong, John Collins. And I'm your I'm probably your second biggest advocate. Cars is number one. But number two is me. But if you shoot more than 50% of your shots from high art, you're wrong. It's not your job. <laughs> nah, Josh, I do. I, I definitely do. And if you go back to the Twitter feed from yesterday, I said it umpteen million times. If John Collins is gonna shoot more threes than twos, he's wrong. Also, you gotta be I objective. Put Paul, before we move on to this uh, Knicks-Cavs series... I'm going to take a shot, though. I'm not. I told y'all that LeBron was not going to do nothing with Dylan Brooks. He wasn't going to do nothing, right? Until game, when they close it out in Memphis. Right now, the Lakers you did are up call 10. That. They're up 10. LeBron just hit a layup and sprinted to the end of the end of the, end of the court. Sprinted. And you know, you know, LeBron is theatrics. He's got a lot of theatrics. I'm telling you, LeBron gonna score 40 in game five. They win this game, LeBron. Oh, he just hit a fade up the way. LeBron is going and he looked back at Wait, was that his block? 40. Did y'all yes. see the block? Yes, he's got two of those. He's gonna hey, LeBron is hey, gonna Dylan, score 40. He's gonna and score 40. I've seen somewhere that Dylan Brooks might not even be back next year. And Boy, Memphis, they you have Bruh, to get back now. Oh, win it all. It all falls uh-huh. down. Oh, that's oh, the shot. Oh, oh, oh. Listen, Dylan Brooks. No, that's not Dylan was, Brooks. He just looks like Dylan Brooks. No, yeah, yeah. They got the same people. Listen, Dylan Brooks yeah. was the sweetheart of Memphis. They are, they are blue collar. They, 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 they handle themselves. They work for what they got. That man pissed off LeBron, and they lost. They said Dylan Brooks. They've been trying to get rid of him for months. I was like, when was that, that news? Was- that was okay. So there are a few different things here. Number one, the the referee, you're right for letting LeBron block that shot. That was a goal team. The ball was coming down. Number two, the person who reported that was Brian Windhorst. LeBron just got another he is, block. He made, he's literally legit, legitimately made a career off of just following LeBron. But not wrong. Just oh my God. Y'all got it. <laughs> and then he ended with the Matumbo finger wag. All right, man. Let's keep it going. But, hey, man. Let's keep it moving. Let's keep it moving. I didn't mean to step on your point, but we still have to talk about Clippers, Suns, Knicks, Cavs, Heat, Bucks, Shaq, and Laurie Marketing. Um, shout out to the Knicks, man. Never really no, would have said Knicks. it. Never would have said much. Make a lifetime contract. Go ahead and pay him. Josh Hart, I don't... And I want y'all to hear this. I'm going to speak directly into the microphone. I was wrong about Josh Hart. I was wrong about Jalen Brunson. Shoot. Come on. Everybody who got a problem, shoot at the same time. Pick y'all guns and shoot at me. 
I did not think that Josh Hart, I, and I honestly don't think that Josh Hart is this good of a basketball player on other teams. And Jalen Brunson, I don't. I gotta just got. I gotta give him credit for being a smart basketball player. I have spent the last probably forty-eight to seventy-two hours genuinely trying to understand how jo- how Jalen Brunson is better. You're right. Nah, no. Okay, Sneaky, give me one minute. But yes, Jalen Brunson. I I have had a lot of, I've I've had a lot of difficult times trying to understand how Jalen Brunson is better than Trey Young. As much as I'm not the biggest Trey Young fan, I just always under I just always <laughs> believed that, that Trey was going to be better. I don't know how to to reconcile that other than Jalen just makes a ton of good decisions, and while Trey has a ton of skill, he just makes a lot of bad decisions. Now Rui, hell no, Rui's playing with LeBron. LeBron make Kevin Love look like a new man. I don't. You're not tricking me into believing that Rui Hashimori is that good. He's who he is on the Wizards in real life. LeBron is going to make you better. He's going to give you confidence. He's going to give you strength. He's going to make you a different human than who you really are. If if you put Rui on the Orlando Magic, he's going to turn back into a pumpkin. Uh, nah. Tht. It's too many guys who LeBron has said is really good, and then y'all like. So, one, um, you're you're right, Sneaky. He's smarter than Trey. I don't think Jalen Brunson is more talented or better than Trey. I think Jalen Brunson just, like you said, makes the right play at the right time. He consistently makes better decisions, and your, it doesn't matter if he's better if I make better decisions on a your regular. your thought on Josh Hart is wrong. Josh Hart has been a coveted player. In terms of, he's just, he's not starter material. But coming off the bench, Josh Hart is a beast. He was a beast in Portland. I mean, not Portland. He was a beast in New Orleans. Um, I don't know where he was before New Orleans. I want to say he was with, uh, where was he with? Yeah, he was a beast in New Orleans. He was actually okay with Portland. And he was he was part of the, the young Lakers that got traded when LeBron got there. Right? So, he's I been, he's 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 been for the role that the Knicks have him in. He's been one of the upper echelon bench players for the last five. Six oh no, nah, he's reju- he's rejuvenated at MSG. Now he, I will. I think that I think they should go ahead and whatever you can get and pay him. Go ahead and give him. You need to make him a life. You see, he has New York in the braids. Yeah, you see hey, the New York braids. Him. That's tough. First off, you need to pay hey. the braider. Shout out to him or her, them or they, depending on what pronouns y'all do these days. Shout out wow. to all of we're those. inclusive. We are. I that I I thought that was inclusive. I thought that was the right thing to say. Super. Um, but yeah, but for me, <laughs> come on, man. I was. Being, I don't I think I was that, being okay. He he's he. Josh Hart's not that good on the Hornets, but for the Knicks, he's golden. Josh Damn. Hart's skill set isn't needed. I'm. Josh Hart has to be on a good team because he's a bench player. You can't uh, you can't allow Josh Hart to be the starter and think you're going to get 25 or 20 or 15. But if jo- Josh Hart is going to get put it this way, 
Josh Hart is going to get you 12 to 15 points, whether he starts or whether he's off the bench. You would rather have 12 to 15 points off the bench and have a starter get you 20 versus Josh Hart get, versus getting you 15 and you need 15 to 20 off the bench. So Josh Hart is going to get you 10 to 15 points off the bench. And it's working for the Knicks because at the end of the day, Josh Hart is that replacement for whoever is fucking up, whether it's R.J. Barrett, whether it's Julius Randle, whether it's Jalen Brunson, whether it's anybody like that. Hey, come on. Hey, come on, big dog. Have a seat. We got, <laughs> we, got we, we got, we got, what, what the Braves called, his name on the Braves was Charlie Culberson. Charlie Culberson, we called him, <laughs> Charlie Heredia. Culberson, we called him, uh, or her, no, Heredia was the mascot. Charlie Culberson was uh, the utility player. He played third base. Strong, uh, I want to bring Heredia back instead of. Was... But what I'm saying is they could. He could play. He's the utility player. Josh Hart is that person. Whoever is playing not well, Josh Hart is gonna still come in and get you. Julius has only got you eight. Josh is gonna get you fifteen. Julius gets you thirty. Josh I don't understand how Josh Hart can play power forward. But I seen. I saw him with my own eyes get offensive rebound after offensive rebound. And I'm like y'all just not, y'all just gonna let him get those, and this is why this is what happens now, when you let Josh Hart get offensive rebound after offensive rebound. The Cavs scored under 80 points for a game in the NBA of 2023, not 1994, 2023. You should be ashamed of yourself. Hey, I want to be Shout very clear. I want to be. I want to be. Super clear about this. As I struggled with the pollen and the allergies and the asthma, I, I had to take my sunglasses off for a moment. I'm willing to be wrong about Jalen Brunson. I'm gonna take my L because all because all real players take L's in life. But Cleveland trading away five draft picks. And the most improved player to be down 3-1 to the Knicks. All right, we'll get there, too. And you have no way to actually make this team better? Because it's not like you. Cleveland, you don't have a draft pick. Danny Ferio, I mean, not Danny Ferry. Danny Ainge owns your draft pick. What you got? You got Garland. You got to rock with him. You got Spider. You got to rock with him. Isaac Okoro and that that small forward position. Good luck trying to improve at that position. You don't have an answer. Maybe free agency, but for how long and what can you get? Well, I mean, free agency, and we'll get there. So the Cavs are the first team to score under eighty points. In a game, they scored seventy nine points in Game Three against the Knicks. Um, when it comes to the three, you can update in free agency an affordable contract. I'm a Hawks fan, but an affordable contract that you can make, you could trade something. Is DeAndre Hunter? You can find players that are no, you have, can't. No, they yes, can't can. give us anything. What can they give us? It will be worthy of us giving up DeAndre Hunter. I don't know. Good but what I'm saying is, my point is, you could find somebody that a team is sick of or doesn't want to pay. Cam Reddish would be okay on the Cavaliers, right? He's affordable. 
there's many players that you could put at the three that can hit the three and play defense. Um, but no, I wouldn't have. The, the five picks is crazy. But the Knicks are playing out of their mind. And, well, I think it's out of their mind. And as much as good as we say Jalen yeah. Brunson is, it's not Jalen Brunson that is the catapult per se. It's R.J. Barrett. R.J. Barrett has had three really good games. And two of those games they've won. And they're playing well. And they decided the Knicks, for all the front office, for as much trash as we talked about the front office, how awful they were for a decade. Literally a decade. The fact that they could play Hartenstein, Mitchell Robinson, Julius, that matches up pretty well with Cleveland because Cleveland only has two. You got three. You got 18 fouls versus 12. And you could play 18 fouls versus 12. And Evan Mobley, as good defensive player of the year or whatever, him and Jared Allen ain't really doing it on offense in this series. And the guards for the for the Cleveland. Oh, no. we know. If, if you actually look at the rebounds between uh Evan Mobley and Jared Allen versus Isaiah Hartenstein and Mitch Robinson, Mitch Robinson and the Knicks are winning. And you can't you can't afford for Evan Mobley and Jared Allen to get get out rebounded by Mitchell Robinson, who was he has a spot in the rotation, but it's a tricky spot in the rotation. And Isaiah Hartenstein. But I'm going to be real with you about both of these teams. Mm-hmm. And y'all can hate me for this. I honestly don't care. It's 100 episodes. Always remember, like, follow, subscribe. It's the biggest podcast in the world. I'm going to put my glasses back on because all of this kicking my butt. The Knicks are fake. The Knicks are pyrite. Wow. And I'm going to tell you right now. Wow. The Knicks. I didn't think that's where you're going. I thought you were going to say It's never in a. I'm I'm rooting. I am rooting for the man. And who the who is that? So I can AJ. You make please don't make me cuss you out. Dog, talking about John Collins for Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons not even play basketball. Um, Knicks are fake, and I don't. I hope that the Knicks don't get. I don't care. The Knicks are fake. Run it back next year and show me that you can be a four five seed. Yo, and your, that point, your, your whole run it back next year is crazy to me. You say that all the time. No. <laughs> I believe there I am a person who believes in consistency. The if you do the- something one time, you you have not proven anything to me that in the right situation that you can flourish. Can you come back and be consistent? And I don't think the Knicks can. I don't I think the Knicks are I think the next year that Jalen Brunson trade will look kind of like they believe Julius did. The first year, they loved Julius. Second year, they hated Julius. Third year, they loved Julius. It's a tricky town. I don't believe in the Knicks. Cavs don't have a way to get any better. They're stuck with that team, and that's a bad decision. So that's good for the Knicks, but the Cavs are just in a worse situation. You have to play just as good as you did this season and have no way of improving your roster. That ability and flexibility to make your team better is infinitely valuable. Yeah. All right, uh, so let's move on to the late uh, Clippers-Suns. 
Yo. Oh yeah, this magic. So it's unfortunate. Russell Westbrook was averaging 15, 16, 6, and 8 with the Lakers off the bench. I'm going to let y'all know right now. If y'all think that 16, 6, and 8 is bad, y'all are spoiled. He averaged 16, and 6, and 8 off the bench. He went to the Clippers in the playoffs. He's averaging 26, 8, and 8 while starting because the Clippers don't have Paul George. They're still down 3-1, though. But Russ is out here. Balling. He leads the Clippers in playoffs in points, assists, blocks, and steals. He's playing out of his mind, man. He's playing out of his mind. Leave Russ. This this is how good Russ can be. This is this, you know who this is? This is Wizards Russ. Russ is a I think Russ would be a player who has to find himself in the right position to be successful. When he was with the Wizards, he looked like almost a different player. He looked like more. He looked like a god again. And now he plays for the Clippers. Kawhi out game four and just recently announced game five. Paul George out for the for the entire first series. The Lakers need this guy. Now the ability to get this out of him on a regular basis. I have to give it to Tyron Lue because when Tyron Lue got rust, people had basically given up on him. Hey, if you play this well, Russ is a world beater. Russ, this is this is a this is vintage Russ. And I think that he can be this. I think that he needs to stay in in LA. This needs to be his final destination. You need to play the rest of your games for the Clippers. You and Tyron Lue have clearly figured something out, and it works. And you need to stay here. Or you need – I don't even think you can go back to the Wizards because I think they have a different job. But retire a Clipper. And at this point, it's not – Russ isn't the issue. It's Kawhi and Paul George not being available. Yeah, I mean, so you, you said Kawhi and Paul George not being available. Uh, I agree with everything you said about Russ. He needs to stay in L.A. He needs to be a Clipper. But would Russ be Russ if Paul George and Kawhi were 100% fully available? Don't would never have. That, to me, is a problem that I will never have to worry about. <laughs> mm, the Lakers are up by 15, <laughs> right? <laughs> You're right. The Lakers are up yeah. by 15. and why Show, show me a healthy Paul George and show me a, a healthy Kawhi Leonard. Then I'll figure out how to make this play. Until then, it's, it's unnecessary and unrealistic. Paul George out, and then Kawhi Leonard always out. Kawhi Leonard. I, Russ I is their best player. Russ is their best player and most consistent player. Also, remember, like, follow, subscribe. We're the Realist Podcast we rocking it 100 episodes. I mean, we but think. Russ is always like the most consistent or one of the best players on every team. It doesn't translate to wins, though. The thing now about Russ is his percentages are through the roof. Shooting percentage, They're his field goal percentage is good. Nah, uh uh-uh. uh. Go back and look at it. It's something between Frank Vogel. And Darvin Ham versus Tyron Lue. Tyron Lue has figured out Russ. He's getting the absolute best out of Russ. Think so? 
Oh, oh yeah. I mean, but Tyron Lue. Yes. Tyron Lue, whether y'all like it or not, is one of the best postseason coaches of all time. And I have to give it to him as a person who I, if you've listened to me for multiple time periods, I've disrespected Tyron Lue as a player and as a coach. The, what he's done with Russ, I don't have an answer for that other than you're doing a good job. Yeah. This is yeah. Frank Vogel and, and Darvin Ham never got out of Russ what Tyron Lewis is getting out of Russ. His free throw uh, shooting. I think, but again, different. that 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 leads to the conversation of also Tyron Lewis got out this out of Russ because nobody nobody else is available. Paul George ain't been healthy since Russ got that, there. That doesn't make you shoot better to me. That doesn't make it you shoot a higher It gives you more of an opportunity. And it also gives you the point of, if I miss this shot, I'm not going to get pulled. Like, if he missed that shot against the Lakers, they took him out of the game. Like, so there's then, nowhere else to so go against the Clippers. Nowhere else to go. I don't know. I don't know how to quantify that. Other than when he plays for the Clippers, all of his percentages are... Like, he's a good free throw shooter. He's a decent free like he he's a good free throw shooter. He's a decent three point shooter. He scores around the basket substantially better. What whatever you want to call it, however you want to make it, Tyron Lue seems to bring out the best out of him. Frank Vogel got fired. Darvin Ham, even at at, at his best, just wasn't getting what Tyron Lue is getting out of him. I don't know. I don't. I'm not a soothsayer. I'm not a Jedi mind. I'm not a Jedi. Whatever it is, it looks different though. Shit. Russ speaking is the of, reason they're in in the game now. I mean, speaking of confidence and Jedi mind tricks, you called this last week or two weeks ago. Uh, you said the most improved player is probably gonna be Lowry Lowry. I'm sorry, Lowry Marketing. Um, he's the first jazz player to ever win most improved player. He is the most improved player for 2022, 2023. Shout out to Lowry marketing, man. Stop making deals with Danny Ainge. I don't know why y'all haven't figured that out. You can get robbed. You, so and, and you, it's, you, it, do you think this was deserving? You think he should have been a most improved player? Yes. Mm-hmm. There is no player. That has gone from where they were. He's and you have to remember, Lori Marketing is on the cusp of becoming an NBA journeyman. He's played for the Bulls and the Cavs. Then you saw him move to the Utah Jazz, and he looks like a world beater. And he's a very good three. And they already have Walker Kessler, who is who has already assumed the position of Rudy Gobert. Yes. I, I think that I think that I was right. You never make a deal with Danny Ainge because he's gonna rob you, and then you you're gonna get put out. Let's let's be honest here, Reggie. Gas gonna get put out by the Knicks, and you're gonna lose in the first round. And you've traded every draft pick you've had for the next seventy five years to get put out in the first round. After last year, you got put out in the play in by the Hawks. Guys are joke, and they have no way to make this team better. You stuck with Isaac Okoro. Good luck. So let me tell you my vote for uh, for uh, most improved player of the year. 
My vote was Shy Gilgis Alexander. SGA. SGA took he let he's I, I'm assuming he's either gonna be first or second team all NBA. He took the Oklahoma City Thunder, who were allegedly tanking for Wimbayana and made the playoffs. While Larry Markinen did not. Um, he averaged last year, and when I say last year, 2021-2022, he averaged 24. He averaged 32 Wait. this year. So he averaged 32, 5, and 6 on uh, 45% shooting. My thought process was if you take the imp- improvement in all categories – Plus the fact that you took OKC to the playoffs, I thought SGA would have been the most improved player. I'm not hating on Lowry because Lowry's crazy. Lowry became most improved player because he became the focal point of an offense versus the number three, uh, the number three option. But I would have voted for SGA personally. SGA. Uh you think about SGA. I don't, I mean, I want to be very clear even before I begin to like think of comparables. If you're deciding between SGA and Lori Marketing, you are splitting hairs. Um, I don't think that there's a wrong answer in this situation. I think that there's just, it's, it's a more a personal what you feel most comfortable. Um, if you look at, I disagree with that too. If you look at SGA, where do you think he ranks amongst NBA guards at this point? I think that's inconsequential. Are you just so you basically and, and tell me if I'm wrong here? I'm trying to understand. You're saying his jump from where he was to where he is now and qualifies him had, as and the, the impact most he had on the team. His jump from where he was to where he is now and the impact he had on the team makes him the most improved player. I'm a, I don't hate your answer, but I'm going to tell you where it doesn't serve him. Josh Giddy is probably is not going to get enough credit for being in that same category. And you have Jalen Williams, who's Both also going to end up being, huh? Both of them. Yeah, and Jason Jalen Williams is going to end up being number two in rookie of the year. Those two things worked against him. I'm I'm going to be very clear. I don't want I don't want you to think that I'm saying what you what you what you believe is wrong. But when you have Josh Giddy, who looks like he went from like just a basketball player to a legitimate, I mean we don't know. We don't know enough about Josh Giddy right now. He's tall. He's long. He can play good offense. He can play good defense. And you have Jalen Williams, who's who who went from a guy who was not expected to be a not. He, he's going to end up being second in the rookie of the year. He's not going. He's not going to pass P. But nobody expected him to be number two. Like we've all, but like. I mean, Jabari Smith might be out of there. The number two draft pick in this draft 
at the end of this season, if if the Rockets get Wimbiana, he's out of there. He has no space. You're going to move Sangoon to the five, and you're going to move Wimby to the four, Tari Easton to the three, Kevin Porter Jr. and Jalen Green, and either Jabari Smith comes off the bench or he ends up on somebody else's team. Is that is it is that simple? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but we talking about SGA versus Lowry. I don't know how we got a Jabari. What I'm saying is, SGA had an impact on the team. He had an improvement on all four categories: shooting percentage, assists, rebounds, and points. He's probably I don't know I don't know when they announced the All NBA teams. If they've announced, if they did, I missed it. He's gonna be first or second team All NBA. And he took the team better than that was, can't be better than Steph. I don't I don't care. What I'm saying is he did all of this, and you're saying that Lowry Markinen, who didn't take a team to the playoffs, whose team floundered at the end. And it sucks that I that because it's gonna seem like I'm hating on Lowry. Lowry, I would take him on the Hawks right now. But what I'm saying is three or you, four. He's better if you, at both. If you these. look at if you look at improvement across the board and the history of them awarding this award, giving this most improvement award, you have to have an impact on the team as well as have an impact individually. They gave it to Julius Randle. We were joking that Julius Randle was about to be the two, the first two-time most MB, most improved player award winner. Because I think you, you know how I feel about Julius Randle. But what I'm Julius saying Randall is because he won it just... because he was good. He had a, a decent jump in terms of points and whatever because he became the number one thing, uh, uh, number one option in New York. But New York made the playoffs for the first time in a long time. That's why they gave it to him. So if that's the, the precedence that you're going to send, while I love Mar- Laurie Marketing, I think he deserves – Everything that he's getting. So you're saying oh, winning, winning SGA. alone, getting to a competitive competition. I don't hate that answer. Oh, yeah, it goes it. back to your answer about uh, stats. Stats versus winning. So, I mean, if you're going to have – I think SGA averaged more points, this uh, less rebounds, but more assists, and had more wins on two teams that everybody picked to be fighting for the number one pick in the lottery. I think SGA should have won it. No hate, though. Shout out to Lori. Congratulations. You are a beast. And I hope you get out of Utah. And and I also want you to consider that the NBA is always marketing. And you're probably going to give SGA one of the all-NBA positions. You're probably not going to give Lori an all-NBA position. So it's like, all right, well, we'll give you MIP, but you won't get an all-NBA position. SGA is going to get an all-NBA. He's going to be first team, second team, or third. Mm-hmm. Rightfully so. So, I, I, we'll see. But, yeah, shout out to Laurie uh, for making winning that, man. Um, do we want to talk about Shaq? Why not? Shaq and what's her name? Roxy. Shaq and Roxy was talking about. Shaq was exposing Roxy for being in his DMs. And Roxy never denied it. Roxy just said, tell the truth about what they said. I was like, ooh, girl. I don't think, here's Shaq. 
Oh. Said, for real? But does that work? And no. I, and I tell her, once you go shack, you never go back. <laughs> once you go shack, you Meet never up, go Poppy. back. Meet up, Poppy. Let's tell the truth of what the DMs say. Yeah. All right? This is what she does to me in my DM every day. Okay. I do not just, be in be, his... Please I, don't listen just to this be, man. Please do not be. listen. Anyway, back to the He's video. trying to make an uh, internet <laughs> moment right now. No, I'm clear. Stay out. Internet moment. Can you just stay out my DM, please? Oh, my gosh. You see how she keeps looking at me? No, I see how... So, for y'all that missed the first part, Shaq was like, yo, she's always in my DMs. Shaq has said she's always in his DMs. Stay out my DMs. This is what you be saying. And I know Shaq be joking, but as the saying goes, there's always a little bit of truth in every every bit of humor. He never she said, she never denied. Deny being in the D she said, I'm one of one million in the DM. Which means we've all been there. Been there. She, she in there. She in there sending messages. And I don't hate it because it's Roxy. I mean, we grew up in the 106 and Park era. And Roxy's still Roxy. In. I mean, let's be real here. But she be in them DMs. We all got, I mean, all of us single people have that one person that you love. That's in your DMs? I won't tell y'all because. Oh, now, now Shaq ain't absolved now. This is definitely a move from, from that's definitely a written down rule. Like, yo, you call her out on your DMs, please stay out my DMs. She gonna hit you up like, yo, why you say that out loud? You thought I was gonna play now on me, bye, 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 bye. And the conversation wow. keeps going. You just telling everybody I'm in yeah, your DMs? Yeah, like, you know, Shaq, Shaq, out, Shaq, out there. Shaq has had moments of proving that. I was like, Shaq out here playing, playing. Like, he, he out here got them. He got him. He got him. Shaq out here got him. I'm gonna leave it at that. But Shaq got out here him. got him. <laughs> we got him. But uh, yeah, we're gonna end it on that because that's funny. Welcome, um, Dano. Um, <laughs> flourish. With, with that Miranda, being said, ladies and gentlemen, we've come to the end of the basketball segment of episode what? 100 episode what? 100 the centennial episode of the Splash Cast. Uh, we got some football news we're gonna talk about. With that being said, Norwood, before we get out of here. Get to football, take a break. What do we got to do? We got to take a shot, right? Ladies shot. and gentlemen, always remember, like, follow, subscribe. We are putting out a 36-pack out this week. And if you were here from the very beginning, you know that there's one place to find everything, and that's www.splashcast.com. Dot com. Take this shot, though. Joke there. Baka, baka, baka. Ooh. That boy had to take his glasses off. Oh, let Yo, me tell y'all something. Pilot you will never old. find a podcast that will pour up with y'all, give y'all props, talk yes. about basketball, and then still highlight all of the gratefulness that is happening in HBCU news around the culture. Find it's only another us. podcast that really rocks with you the way that you rock with it. And shout out, here it is, Patrinacy. It's 100 episodes of Black Excellence. But Love tomorrow is going to be a gauntlet. Uh, tomorrow, I'm off. I took off. <laughs> That's for real. We'll That's close real. this thing out after this. We'll be right back. Give me thirty-six pack. Thirty-six pack. Thirty-six pack. Thirty-six pack. Listen to the uh, splash cast. Thirty-six pack. Uh, we'll be right back in thirty-seven seconds, y'all. Stay. But when y'all come back, I want y'all to understand. We're gonna cover football, and then we're gonna give y'all opportunity to just shoot your shots, and we're gonna talk about whatever y'all want to talk about because we are here for the world. We'll be right back. Y'all stay safe.
Welcome, welcome, welcome to the final segment of episode 99 slash 100. I lied. The centennial episode of 100. 100. Of the Splash Cast, the football segment, news around football, man. We got, uh, we would say college football, but there's really nothing to talk about for real. Uh, uh, Out there in Boulder, Dion got him out there playing well in terms of, uh, he got everybody Given no, he money. has people at the games. He has people at the games. Yeah, he has a lot of people at the games, but he just had 12 players into the transfer portal. 12. 15. In 15. one day. In one day. So Post. Post. So after, yeah, and I want to be very clear about this. After their spring game, they lost 15 players. The number one receiver, running back, the receiver had like three touchdowns in the spring game. They all transferred. I'm not saying I wish this upon Dion. You know, I don't wish ill upon anyone. But there's something called reap what you sow. Now, I, I expect Dion to give a thorough explanation of why they left, why they don't feel like that Colorado was the place, and why they don't feel like uh, what was being done was adequate enough the same way that he did Jackson State. I'm being 1,000% petty. If you don't understand, then you need to go back and listen to the past episodes because I'm being 100%, 1,000% oh, no. petty. I'm right not now. explaining nothing. I want to make it very clear. Sneaky, that- I don't care what Prime says. I don't care if he said that this would happen. He knew this would happen because he, he saw it. He saw that he was going to come out here and say, all y'all can leave, and they said, bet, we're going to leave. It is what it is. At the end of the day, I don't fight these battles because I don't believe these battles are for me to fight. It's I believe the Lord. I know what gospel song you talking will, about. Things will work out the way that they're supposed to. And if you have 15 people that leave after your spring game, I don't have anything to say because I don't know how many people who was there before the spring game. We will see you in the season, but it should be very interesting to see how it plays out because Caleb Williams does exist in your conference. You'll fight that fight on your own. Ooh, that's one that's thing ugly. for sure. And Oregon. Ba- every battle Oregon that you got to fight is for you. It's, yeah. it's your battle and we, now this is, this is, this is, this is our obligation as excellent podcasters is to talk about what or may or may not happen after it happens. It's but outside of now. that, bro, good good luck, Buffaloes. It's a, but I I ain't I ain't wishing you no luck. I'm neutral. I'm zero. I'm a placeholder. Listen, what will be will was, be. That was, being, say that. <laughs> that was me being facetious. I have no uh, dog in the fight for the Colorado man. Buffaloes. But the last time I remember the Colorado Buffaloes being good, Rashawn Salam played for that team. All right, Pete. Um, but while we're here, before we get into the football segment, it will be brief, but it will be fun. I do want to thank you guys for rocking with me and Reggie in episode 100. Um, we have had a fantastic time. Reggie has made sure to call me to the carpet for any and all of my questionable co- uh, um, spots. Oh, don't worry. I'm going to call myself. I'm going to call myself in a little bit. I'm going to call myself in a little bit. Hey, wait, wait, myself. wait, wait. He has his shot in the air. Are you asking for a light shot or a dark shot? No, it's um, Patrini. So it's both. All right, so, so let's do let, let's let's do um 
Patrini. I would say we do a Patrini. I, I say we do a Trini now and a Trini to close out. But I do want to. I do want y'all to understand. Me and Reggie specifically made sure that we stopped our day. We made sure that we we do have very. <laughs> I gotta leave Cordell Stewart alone. He's a graduate member of my, of my fraternity. Um. But with that said, me and Reggie have have made this paternity. Let's talk about paternity. This is a really bad idea. Me and you have spent the last three hours drinking Patron and Hennessy mixed. This is not something that you would do unless you're a college student. Um, And me and you have graduated from colleges many moons ago. You've gone on to get a whole nother degree. Um, I'm barely holding on. We both have our sunglasses on for different reasons. Holland is stomping me out as we speak. Uh, I do need to lift this up so that I can see the other people. Oh, Russ, are you still rocking with us? I bet you won't pour up again. And Josh, you've talked dastardly about me pretty much all night. Um, y'all should pay Lamar Jackson. Uh, but let's start the football segment off with a with a shot. <laughs> Talk about quick. Yeah, we, we ain't forgot. Uh, all right, man. Shout out to, my to brother the Reggie. episode, man. There is nobody I would rather do a podcast with. I'm gonna tell. I'm gonna go ahead and have a moment here. Me and Reggie have been rocking. We've been holding it down. I appreciate Reggie's work ethic. It ain't that many yeah. people at the end of the day when it's time for to really say let's put out a show. Me and Quickscope Dave is gonna do it. Yeah, I and, appreciate. Listen, uh, I ain't gonna get too much into it because I'm I am intoxicated, but uh, I appreciate your talent of making me look at things from a different perspective that allows us to get to the end goal. That has been, I had that epiphany like yesterday and I was like, I was, you know, you know me, you know me. I'd be frustrated if you don't do shit the way I want you to do it. And then I'd be like, Reggie, oh. Reggie is very particular about the way he likes. <laughs> but once you get to the point, I don't have a six thirty wake up. I am fine. I, I will see y'all. I, I told my work. I'll see y'all on Wednesday. I told him that. Um, but, uh, shout out to episode 100 and I, I will, after we take this shot, I'm going to talk about my worst take of all time on the splash cast since we in football. I want to hear this. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, oh, that's it. So one of my worst takes on. <laughs> Shout out to AJ. <laughs> That's the reason that. I moonwalked out of the house. Shout out to AJ, man. Is Kyrie's asleep yet? Kyrie's wake your ass up now. Wake your ass up now. Your dad, wake your dad. No, go around. to sleep. If sibling. Um, my worst take on the Splash Cast 100 has been in August. I'm sorry. In June of 2021, maybe 2022, <laughs> the Carolina Panthers. I want to hear Mr. One. I think it is. The Carolina Panthers signed a quarterback from the New York Jets by the name of Sam Donald. Yes! Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> I said the New Yo. York Jets front office is so bad. I think Sam Donald just got a raw deal. 
I think he will flourish down there in Carolina. And I defended Sam Darnold for 30 minutes. Norwood said, and this is how, so this is how I know my podcast partner is hilarious. And I know when he's telling the truth and he's not bullshitting. This is how I can tell the difference. When y'all always say, well, you always call Norwood out when he bullshitting. You know, you be bullshit." Well, this I know he's not bullshitting. He got real soft-voiced. He said, uh, you think Sam Donald about to be good? I was like, <laughs> I said, I don't know if he about to be good, but he can't be worse than he is in the New York Jets. The Jets are awful. <laughs> Let me tell y'all something. Sam Donald was so bad that he got his job taken by P.J. Walker. Let me tell y'all who P.J. Walker was. P.J. Walker. <laughs> P.J. Walker started in the Arena Football League the year before. Cam Newton's shoulder fell off. And I doubled down on Sam Darnold. And Norwood knew I was wrong. And he told me. And he, he made sure and said, I just want for This is how you know. For those that are just now listening to the Splash Cast. Let me tell y'all when either one of us know that we right. This is how either one know one of us knows if we're correct. If I, if I say, if I if we either one of us say, just so just for clarification. If you hear just for clarification, whoever said that means that they right. Norwood said just for clarification. Are you caping for Sam Darnold? I said yes. And then this shiver came over my body that said, you fucked up, son. And Sam Darnold went out there and looked like Nathan Peterman. He And if you don't know who Nathan Peterman is, look up Nathan Peterman, 5-I-N-T. You ain't even got to know about football, basketball, baseball, soccer. Look up Nathan Peterman, 5-I-N-T. I said, oh, my God. And shout out to the to the world. Josh, Josh uh, just said it. And that episode is when the name Scam Darnold was born. And that was the worst take in 100 episodes. 100 episodes, there's only 52 weekends in a year. 100 episodes means that I had 1.75 years, and the worst take was I doubled down that Sam Darnold was going to be good in Carolina. That was it. I'm done. I, I, I digress. That was the worst take I've ever people. had. May I address the people? <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> I love Reggie, y'all. That's my true brother. We have been through ups <laughs> and downs, ins and outs. 100 and technically like 103 episodes of this podcast. Reggie said, I'm going to tell y'all what he said originally. He said, Adam Gase is horrible. I think that it's. <laughs> I said, said what? <laughs> I, 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 and what I do want y'all to understand is I love my calls enough. I don't want to see my boys take no L's. <laughs> that boy shot me the bell. You shot me the bell. And I was like, no. Close the cell. I don't want the bell. <laughs> nope. He and, I, and he said, nah, Adam Gase. I said, bro, just <laughs> this might not be the time for you to you to double down. Like, I want you to just help yourself 
this might not be this might not be the battle for you but he doubled down in a way that i could it was it was indefensible yep he said no it's not gase it's not the jets sam Darnold might be a good quarterback i said what do and right, if, if you ever have a conversation with me and I get midway through my thought and I just digress, it's the best thing for you to understand is Norwood is just is he he finna let you step out here at your own fate. And <laughs> I had nothing for him at that point. I was like, Reggie, you are a trip, bro. It was so bad. And I and, and then and, Sam and Donald I'm trying to let you it know. Was, it, matter of fact, it was August I, because the next week. He went out there in the preseason and threw two interceptions. And I said, ooh, I may have fucked up. I said, I may have fucked this up. But there's nothing I can do at that point other than just be like, oh, Yo, this do is the thing. Do the thing, with your, and, do the thing with your hand. For the hold on. I'm going to have to. There was there nothing for me to do at that point. But I knew. And sometimes it takes you, it takes your friends a little bit longer to come to the realization than, than you do. Sure, it took me one game. I knew that Scam Darnold was, was, I coined the term Scam Darnold. He is the most averagest of people, like humans, just an average guy. But you got to let your boy flourish sometimes. And when he doubled down on that, I just, sometimes you got to get out of the way. Clear out, clear out. If you're a good podcaster, uh, we got a good, we have a very good vibe here. And when you really finna double down, you finna go into the three point, triple threat. And then you might have to go get a bucket sometimes. That's, that comes with podcasting. Sometimes we're going to pass you the ball. You got to go to the rim and you got to score. Now, Reggie at this time is. got into the triple threat, and then he said the Sam Darnold was legit, and I was like, oh, I just got to back up. I should have known when he signed his contract and flip and Jesus flip-flops. I was like, oh, boy. I may have, may, I may have fucked this up. We're not no, 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 no. Mm. As a flip-flop wearer myself, you can't put that on me. Sam Darnold is just... Sam is who we know him to be. Yeah. <laughs> But, so, and I'm gonna tell, I'm gonna tell you, my... but that that is one where I've sat all week. That's the worst one. That's my but worst. But I will say, out of all all of your takes, if that's your worst one, it's not your worst. That's not a. Well, I have a potential other, worst take. I have a potential money. worst take. It depends on how how good this person turns out to be. My Anthony Richardson take is gonna prove me to be a genius or a goat. And you got two more. You okay? Okay. Okay. Let's let me uh, give me my space. Clear, 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 clear. So I got two more. Anthony Richardson. I think that I've already proven to you that I was relatively right. But no, the thing but. that the thing that can save you is his production. But I'm gonna tell you why I really think that you missed the boat, Ronald Acuna. And that is going. That is the one that I see every day. I know. And what, I'm gonna what, t- what? What? Explain? Hell no! Hell no! What? What boat did I miss with Ronald Acuna? Yeah, yeah, we're gonna get the, yeah, Coop- yes. gonna get the Cooper Cup too. By Stinky. the way, we're gonna go back to that. We, I'm and and I've been prepping for this all week. So I have not. Anthony Richardson. This is all new to me. Anthony Richardson. I'm. 
I'm gonna be very clear. I told I'm responsible for some of the Anthony Richardson situation, but not all of it. I have also been very upfront about his media team has overmarketed him. Do I think that he is probably the top four Ooh. quarterback? Yes. Do I think that he is a quarterback that I would draft number like number one? I I can't get behind Yo, that. Top four quarterback is not good. <laughs> like that's the shit I be talking about with Anthony. Like, yo, you say the top four quarterback. It's very rare that you have four good quarterbacks drafted. Very rare. I mean, you're right. You're right. But okay. So this is let me clarify this. I told Reggie, I said Anthony Richardson is gonna be a top 25 pick. Reggie said, hell no. No, Reggie said, I cannot now, be responsible for other teams' stupidity. Is that now he that is that. exactly what I said? You said you said hell no to him being a top twenty five pick first. You did clean it up, and I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you your credit. You said I'm not responsible for how stupid people are, and that is that is a Norwood thing. I see people doing stupid things. I if you do something stupid, it's not that's not on me, dog. That's you being dumb. So if Anthony Richardson is terrible reggie does have a he has he, he has an out if if anthony richardson is available at a it's tricky for me josh and i'm gonna tell you why because that i think that we have all. a we have a quarterback in ritter that we already spent a third round pick for and i think that he's good enough but i want to be very clear about the falcons Time out, time out, time out, time out. The Falcons have gone in in a 100% different direction than we've ever been before. We've been very responsible. We've had one of the best off-seasons of all teams. I'm going to tell y'all right now. Wait, before you say anything, Reggie, this team that we have has been calculated, and we have continued to make very small and incremental good decisions. This is not the Falcons of the past. And me and Reggie don't want to tell y'all yet. The Falcons are going to surprise y'all, and we don't. We don't want. And how do you feel about that, Reggie? Me and me, and you have not talked about that. Do not draft Anthony Richardson at eight. Do not do that shit. I still stand wait, on business. Wait, 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 I still wait, wait, stand on that. This month, this dude ag- does not to be. If listen, Anthony Richardson could be really, really good. In five years, like Anthony Richardson, got to take the more Warren Moon approach. He got to go play with some other folks and be like good, and then come back to NFL. Dog, Anthony Richardson was not great in college. Like you, the risk reward for him, you are. He started what fifteen games total? Fifteen games. Can we go back before we go forward? Because you're right. But I want to be very clear. You do believe the Falcons have made very intelligent, smart picks outside of before we get to a draft. Yeah, yeah. You think we've had a good offseason? We've been very effective. We've had a sleeper offseason. I would say that we've had one of the best offseasons. We've had a top five offseason of any football team. I would say so. In my opinion, we've eliminated yes. we've eliminated all of the 
glaring holes or or, or indeficiencies in our team. Back, uh, football wise, you want to get to the draft to where you can draft best available, and I think because we've uh, we've, we've addressed done almost every every hole that we had in the roster. I think you can draft best available at eight. So, yeah, I think we've had a really – yeah, Terry Fontenot has been pretty good. Which is crazy for a team that you went into la- very last season and people believed that we had the worst roster in the NFL. Correct Thank or incorrect, gosh. Reggie? Yeah, yeah. So, do you believe Anthony Richardson is the number eight pick? If he's there, do you think the Falcons should take him? No. Nah. <laughs> is Jalen Carter available? Is Jalen Carter available? Yes or no? I don't know. I'm saying Anthony Richardson. So Anthony Richardson is available at number eight. Do you draft him or no? It depends on who else is available. If I, I'm a, and I'm gonna explain why. I take him off too, even though I'm, <laughs> my face is dying. Um, if Jalen Carter is available, no, we. The Atlanta Falcons historically have just never been able to put together, muster a aggressive, scary defensive line. If Jalen Carr is available, I am drafting him, and I hate the University of Georgia with all of my heart, soul, pain, passion, and any other emotions that you may have. I will 100% take Jalen Carter. He he is the guy who we have to have if and or available. But... <laughs> Exactly. So picking my guy. You never answered the question. Jalen Carter. (laughs) You never answered the question. So if Anthony Richardson is available at eight, do you take Anthony Richardson or no? If Jalen Carter is available, no. I'm not taking it. (laughs) No, I'm not. Ladies and gentlemen, this is what it's like to have a conversation with Norwood. This is what it's like to have a conversation. We ask you a question, and you answer a question. Norwood just answered a question that wasn't answered, that wasn't asked. We asked you about Anthony Richardson, and you giving us an answer about Jalen Carter. I'm I'm taking the defensive tackle. Is Jalen Carter's okay? Jalen Carter's off the board. Do you take Anthony Richardson? Okay, so if, if Jalen, we're gonna do this. So Jalen Carter is off the board, right? Don't ask no other caveats. Don't ask about no other player. No, 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 no. I mean, if you think that Jalen Carter's off the board, you think that don't ask no other player. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I am taking and that's Anthony where Richardson we disagree. because yeah, that's where we disagree. There's no. Way I think I am very confident that Anthony Richardson is a very good football player. He, to me, checks all of the boxes. And I'm going to tell you, if even if I look at it from a math point of view, if I have to decide between Desmond Ritter and Anthony Richardson, between the two of those opportunities, I can find one good quarterback. And one good quarterback will get me everywhere I need to be. So, yes, I'm taking it. I'm taking yeah, both. And this is why I say you're wilding. Because... Now you're saying if Desmond, let's say Desmond Ritter is better than Anthony Richardson, you've wasted a number eight pick on Anthony Richardson. Anthony Richardson, I'm gonna tell you. Needs, to me, needs 24 months of work 
to be able to be an NFL quarterback. To me, he needs 36 months to be a starter. I don't, I don't know, <laughs> just to clarify, I don't know that Anthony Richardson starts unless he's drafted and he has to. You, I don't know if he's, based on his skill set that he has, I don't know if he starts in the first two years. Based on I, I don't care. Set. I don't care. If you're telling me that between Desmond Ritter and Anthony Richardson, all I need to do is find one good quarterback, and I'm, I'm not willing, willing to I'm take. Not, I'm not willing to waste the number eight pick on if. I am, I am, she I am. That's the difference that's, that's because really that's really and, and specifically, if you look at the NFC that does not have really any good quarterbacks, it is it is way better for me to risk and find a quarterback within two players. And if I, hey, if Anthony Richardson doesn't work, but I find a quarterback, I got a quarterback. In the NFC, who does not have quarterbacks? What do you mean find? I a want them. You you would find a quarterback that you already had. Name no. Okay, so the issue is is we did not see enough of Desmond Ritter in the regular season last year because we played Marcus. Mm, the world calling your bluff. I okay. don't. Desmond care. Ritter's out of there. Desmond Ritter is out of there. You have to pick Anthony Richardson at eight or Desmond Ritter, which is probably factually no. Accurate. Do you pick Desmond Play Ritter? Find me one quarterback between two picks. I'm okay with it. We got one for trading Matt Ryan, which is a guy who we had to get rid of for salary gap. And then we have Anthony Richardson. If we can find one good quarterback who's as good as Dak Prescott, then I don't care how we did it. Cop out. I know. Cop out. That's cop out. Cop out. Cop out. Cop out. Cop out. Cop out. No. It's not a cop out. It's It's a math equation to me. All we need is a good quarterback when nobody else has. Okay, name the good quarterbacks NFC. I'll wait. Name the ones in the draft. There's not one quarterback in the draft that anybody is surefire on. Nobody. Nobody. You're hoping that Anthony Richardson can take the Josh Allen approach. That's what you're hoping on. So there's all nobody you're doing else. Is rolling the dice on, on not skill at level eight. At best. You've you've been on record saying if the foul by the by the moves that we've made, the Falcons will never have the number eight pick within the next five years again. You will not have the number eight pick because you believe in Terry Fontenot. If you're not going to have the number eight pick again, why would you waste it on possibly? Why would you waste it on eh, maybe I'll take him or Desmond? No, that's not what you're doing. I can see if you have Malik Monk. I mean, Malik Monk, he played basketball. Malik uh, Willis that plays for Tennessee. I can see if you had that, but you don't. Desmond Ritter looks CJ Stroud. No. Number one, CJ Stroud will not be available when the he if he's uh, available, said, no, then you gotta no, kind of no, take no. it. They say he might drop to the out of the top ten. I don't know why. There's been nothing that says he will, but I don't know why. I'm gonna tell you this. If CJ Stroud is available, I mean, at the end of the day, you kind of gotta put him in the same category as to me, you put him in the same category as Anthony Richardson. And his success would even more prove the point that you have to pick him first. I don't CJ. agree. I don't necessarily love him. I CJ think, Stroud okay, let, let me be very clear about all of these quarterbacks that I think. Stroud, Levis, Richardson, who's the other guy? Um, Bryce Young, Young or uh, Hendon Hooker. Bryce Young. 
I'm not picking Hooker. Hooker Hooker is second. Hooker is gonna be the steal. Hooker, Hooker not Hooker, even. Hooker might Hooker be a Knight steal. Hooker Knight can't even talk to me to second round. If you take Hooker in the first round, you're you already got a quarterback. I assume. Um, and that's not us. Yeah, it is. But. Hooker would be a, a a decent pickup for the Falcons if you could get him in the second third round, right? Hooker is predicted between second and fifth. There's no way he's a first round draft. Pick. He's got a torn ACL. I I you need to readjust those sites. Um, if we can get him in the second and third round, and we do well in the first round, I'm cool with that. I don't think we'll be able to do both. Me, number one, I'm super cool with Ritter because I think Ritter is normal quarterback. I think that I think that Ritter is the equivalent of Dak Prescott, and I think for that, I'm okay with staying where he is. But if Richardson falls to us, I'm not against taking him. Because Man, and, and I you and I have I want y'all to be definitive. I'm not waffling. I ain't got a long explanation of why or why not. I would not draft this motherfucker at eight. Ain't no way. He missed the barn. If you say, you know, the saying that he said you could you couldn't hit the broadside of a barn, he missed the broadside. He missed the entire conversation. He can run really, really fast. Now, if you want to draft him and convert him to Terrell Pryor and make him uh, one of them receivers slash tight ends, one of them athletes. He's a crazy athlete. I would I would do that in a day, but I would not bank on making him the first quarterback or second or first round quarterback. I can't. I cannot do it. And again, if he's available when step- we draft, then you better take Richards. That's and, my only answer. And you and that's the thing about the NBA NFL. You have to. You can't not take a franchise quarterback in the top 10 if he's going to be there. I don't know. He's, if he's too fast. Be- His arm is too strong. And I'm going to, I'm going to tell you why we have to is because we played with Marcus Mariota last year. And we almost, we should have made the playoffs with Marcus Mariota. If you tell me that we have a guy who has a cannon, give me him. But I'm willing to be wrong too. Like it, we got Ritter, and I'm willing to double down on taking on finding a good quarterback. If it takes another draft pick, rest of shit don't matter. But also, yes, I'm gonna tell you a team that should 100 Baltimore. Y'all should be trading Lamar and getting y'all should be getting Richardson. That works for you guys. Don't go to Baltimore, Anthony. Don't do it. First of all. Baltimore should be signing uh, uh, Lamar should be he should have signed with Jalen Hurts agent the day after soon as six why? years 255 what, why not it is what it is now go ahead do no, it I'm not signing an, uh, no I'm not signing a contract after that not in a million years this contract was signed though. Aaron Rodgers is finally traded to the Jets uh, the Jets get the number 15 and a fifth round pick and the Packers get the number 13, a second-round pick, a sixth-round pick, a conditional 2024 pick that conveys to a first-round pick if Aaron Rodgers Why would you want Aaron Rodgers when you could have got Lamar Jackson? If anybody can explain that to me, I will, I will respectfully digress. Oh, I mean, 
Aaron Rodgers is the better pocket passer. That's why. No thanks. And uh, I don't now Aaron Rodgers' contract is cheaper than what Lamar wants. Now, I don't know I, if I'm giving a up billion five years in my take. So I actually think the Jets won this trade. You can't convince me. You can't talk to me. You can't look at me. This is why none I think of the these Jets, things. Involved. This is why I think. This is why I think the Jets won this trade. If you're trading an a NFL MVP, Super Bowl no. winning quarterback that's been good for multiple years, if you're gonna trade him, and you're gonna acquire him, there's no way if I'm Green Bay, I'm doing a pick swap. I'm not trading the 15 pick for the 13 pick. I'm not doing that. There's absolutely no, no way. Well, fuck you. Like you, listen. <laughs> what you, Aaron Rodgers? Hey, fuck you, boy. <laughs> like Aaron, like yo, Aaron Rodgers has made it known that I'm going to play for the Jets next year. You're gonna say, okay, that means he's not gonna play for the. For the Packers. Well, that also means that you're in the same conundrum that I'm in. If I'm the Packers, I got I got Jordan Love. Y'all already I Jordan Love, as far as we know, is better than Zachary Taylor Thomas right now. We've seen him throw seven passes. Zachary Taylor Thomas is awful. So I got Jordan Love. And if the, the trade don't go through, I'm gonna have Aaron Rodgers and Jordan Love, and you're gonna have Zachary Taylor Thomas. At the end of the day, you need me more than I need you. There's no way that I tra- – you have to give me the 13 pick because you think by this all-in trade that you are going to win the Super Bowl or going to be close to it. There's no way that if I'm going to give you the Super Bowl and think that you're going to be a Super Bowl contender and I'm going to do a pick swap. Y'all crazy as fuck. There's no way I would have done that as the as the Packers, but they had to facilitate it, though. The Jets won that trade you, off the first round pull swift up, pick swap. Can you pull out the all. trade? Because I'm not sure about that. I'm watching that right now. I'm looking at it. The Jets get the number 15 pick, Rodgers, and, and the 2023 fifth round pick. The Packers get the 13th yeah. pick, a 2023 second. They get a second round, a sixth round, and a conditional 2024 pick, that second round pick that turns to a first if Rodgers plays 65% of the games, which he's going to play 65%. So you're getting a pick swap and a first. The right? pick swap is disrespectful. Ain't no fucking way I pick swap anything when you get an Aaron Rodgers. No, no, no. So, okay. So if I'm the other team, right? So what, you, so what you're saying is give me a first? Yes. But I'm not giving you anything in return. You getting Aaron Rodgers. You want Aaron Rodgers. Okay, so I'm gonna tell you why I'm countering your position. I'm gonna. I'm, you don't have to pay Aaron Rodgers, right? Aaron Rodgers is. I gotta high. pay him until until the trade is done. Yeah, I gotta pay him. But going into the season, Aaron Rodgers is probably fifteen percent of the. He's going forward. He's gonna probably gonna be fifteen percent, if not twenty percent, of the Jets' cap. Right. I don't know. I, so, don't know the, I don't know the salary cap. I, I can't answer that. Yeah. So you got a hard cap. Aaron Rodgers gets paid a, a a ton of money. So I can get a better draft pick. It's menial. It's going from 15 to 13. It ain't the best. But I'm also, I also have a quarterback in Jordan Love. 
And now instead of paying Aaron Rodgers $40 million, I have that money. It's basically the same thing the Falcons did. I got a quarterback, and I now have all of my money. Yeah. Now, That's why the Jets now won. You got a quarterback, and you got all of your money. If I'm, if if, if you nah, value nah, nah, Aaron Rodgers. Nah, the Jets are stuck with money, though. They got to pay Aaron Rodgers. I mean, they got to pay him everything, and he's he's expensive. Don't give a fuck. You decided that you wanted Aaron Rodgers. You recruited Aaron Rodgers. There's no way if you recruited Aaron Rodgers that I let me tell y'all something. And this is how I feel. 15 to 13 don't matter. You could probably get the same player at 13 that you're going to get at 15. Now, it's, there's not now a big difference between 13 and 15. This. So you decided you got as the Jets, you got Aaron Rodgers and you kept your first round pick. You gave up at the end of the day. The 13 and 15 is inconsequential to me. Those that's a push. You got Aaron Rodgers for a second round pick, a sixth round pick, and a conditional first round pick. Okay, ready. So this is the other part. Do you want the Aaron Rodgers contract? Yes or no? If I'm the Jets, yes. That the Jets already proved that we are going all in. Our team is good right now. We don't know what we're wait, gonna wait, be wait, in three wait, years. Wait, wait. He, we gonna be good right now. Fully guaranteed contract of fifty nine point five million dollars in twenty twenty three. This this is where I am done. I have to pay you basically sixty million dollars of my hard salary cap to you, one player. No, I want out. I want from. Uh, I want out from under that immediately. That's too much money for Aaron Rodgers. No, I'm not because you have everybody else on rookie contracts. That's why this works. You could pay Aaron Rodgers sixty million dollars for one or one or two years, and you still could pay because Aaron Rodgers is gonna be out of there after that. If they don't win it this year and they don't win it next year, Aaron Rodgers is gone. Which means you can still pay Sauce, you can still pay Brees, you can still go get somebody. You've given up only. In 2024, you giving up at best a first round pick because he plays 65 percent of the game. But you get all your other picks there. If if I if I'm the Packers and I knew that you have to make this trade, you have to, because there's nobody else. I got Jordan Love. No matter what you think about Jordan Love, no matter if you feel he's good, bad, unproven, or whatever, I got a quarterback. You have Zachary Taylor Thomas. We've seen him be awful multiple times. A, a whole I'm receiver decided to quit. So if a, the receiver decided to quit, you need Aaron Rodgers. If you need Aaron Rodgers more than I do, I'm not swapping to go two picks up. Y'all dumb as hell. You won't give me the 15 pick. Or the, I'm sorry, the 13 pick. I'm going to add a 15. Or y'all can go into the league and y'all can be cool. I, I got to pay Aaron Rodgers anyway. I already got to pay him. I'm going to pay him and keep okay. my pick versus not paying him and then giving away the pick. Y'all crazy as fuck. Nah, There's sneaky. no way I would do that. I, I honestly think that as good as as good as good Michael Parsons is, Patrick, Patrick Sertain, 
ain't a bad constellation prize. That proves my point, Sneaky. There's not really a big difference between Patrick Sertain and, and Micah nah. Parsons. You either get the best but, rusher and defensive player or the best cover corner there. Either way, at 13 to 15, yeah. you get somebody to improve your yeah. shit. There's there's but no my, way that I would give my, up the 13 pick. There's the no way I do a pick swap. Dollars Don't my, give a fuck. The six, Yo, the the 60 million dollars was going to be there whether you keep the pick or not. You gave nah, up the I, pick and that's dumb as hell. That to me that's dumb as hell. Go ahead. Go I th- I look I look at the Falcons now and the way that we are very strategic about the way that we spend our money. I think that that is the future. I'm not say that's the future. But I feel like I feel like kind of like the NFC has, as we talked about, there are a ton of quarterbacks in the AFC. I feel like the NFC is like, give me a really good team. I can spread I I can spread this money out very evenly. If you look at the Falcons, we're not we're not in salary cap hell for anybody. We don't owe anybody a ton of money, and we can kind of find an equal base of teams. I'm much rather that than you be Aaron Rodgers gives you two years of opportunity. And I want to say this and I'm going to be done. Aaron Rodgers next two years has a deal with Patrick Mahomes. Good luck. I don't give a shit who you are. I mean, you I still got to do a Because if you were a Falcons fan, you would have taken Aaron Rodgers any day. You would have taken him. No, there's, there's, hell no. I'm t- and 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 the reason that I'm gonna say no might be because I've had a long history of poor of poor life decisions. But after we got dumb, and, and I want to be very clear, I support Matt Ryan, I support Julio Jones. But after that that we dealt with, the way that the Falcons are set up currently, I love it. Because at any point, we have money for the future. We're not broke. If we find a legitimate quarterback, we can strike while the iron is hot. But Aaron Rodgers at the tail end of his career and the way that he's hijacked the Packers for the last three or four years, nothing about this says that I'm interested in now being so that's a being a part of this. Because when I brought up Aaron Rodgers before, you've always referenced his MVPs and the fact that he won an MVP like two years ago. You always reference that. So, yeah. why, so how you going to reference that now? How you going to disregard that now or reference that back then? Regular. Th- does the MVP mean that you're a Super Bowl? Com- At the end of the day, Aaron Rodgers has to deal with Patrick Mahomes. Bruh. Hmm. No. Hell no, Josh. Hell no. I did, no not want, right. I, I did not want Rodgers. He's way too old. Now, Lamar... I was tempted, but I'm not. But I don't hate it. And if you go back Boy, to the last lying. few episodes, don't no 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 no. If you go back to the last few episodes, I I have very clearly explained how I can understand how you like Lamar, but I also understand the Falcons are very deliberate about their spending of money, and that's the reason they because we talked about the class action lawsuit. We do believe that Lamar is owed money because the NFL is colluding. But I said, it, no matter what you believe about the Falcons, we are in a different situation. But I do think that if you're the Jets, 
there is no way in hell that I'm taking Joe and that I'm taking throw Rogan when I can take LeBron. I do agree with that. If I gotta take, if I gotta look at Aaron Rodgers or Lamar Jackson, give me Lamar Jackson. But the Falcons, I think, have been out on everybody since the beginning because the money's too expensive. Two different things to me. No, you completely two different things. You you sidestepped a, a lot, but uh, call me out, call me out, point it out, point it out, point it out, point it out. We drinking I, anyway. I, I, I listen, man. We are three hours and fifty two minutes in. Um, Aaron Rodgers is now a Jet. I don't know if that makes them the. I'm assuming that that's gonna make them the Vegas best odds on best to come out of the AFC. We really can't think of anybody else other than the Chiefs. But the Chiefs have some holes to answer, while the Jets have, I mean, they were missing a quarterback. We looked at the Jets and said, damn, if you could get rid of Zachary Taylor Thomas, y'all would be like Super Bowl contenders. You Do you think that the Jets are better than the Chiefs? Uh, not right. I don't... Mm. I mean, the the Jets have a mean defense. I wouldn't say right now. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Pick your poison. Think, Pick your poison, Reggie. Yeah, I don't you, know. You always want to throw me on out there now. Come on, I now. don't know. Pick one. I don't know. I I think the Chiefs have a lot of holes to fill. I mean, they are Super Bowl champs, but I mean, I think the Jets. I think Aaron Rodgers makes them a legitimate contender. I think the Jets. Wow. I think the Jets, I'm watching again. I think the Jets could beat the Chiefs, and the Chiefs could beat the Jets. I need to go back to TNT. I'm in podcast. Um, so for me, cool story. I don't, everything I, I'm going to say is not going to sound good for Aaron Rodgers. So. But I no. think the Jets, no. this was, the, I think the Jets had to make this move. You need a this quarterback. Is, no. There's, you had to get Lamar. Y'all decided y'all colluding with the NFL. Y'all not going to get Lamar. Fine. There's really nobody else to get but Aaron Rodgers. There's nobody else to get. Reggie. Aaron Rodgers or Lamar Jackson, who you pick? I just said y'all decided y'all colluding with the NFL. So, therefore, if y'all colluding with the NFL and colluding with everybody else, then there's if you're not going to get Lamar, then you have to get Aaron Rodgers. You have to. So you so you do believe that Lamar was the right pick? What? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Lamar is the person you're supposed to you're supposed to draft if you're Miami, is, if you're New York, whatever. But you that have to. that is the one place where I think that me and you 100 percent fundamentally did that was the loss for everybody. Jets, you're wrong, Miami. Miami, you're wrong to a lesser degree because you can still get him next year if nobody pays him. Uh, I mean, but um, yeah. Miami, I mean, everybody that needs a quarterback. It is what it is. Josh, yo, so let me tell you something, Josh. Let me let me talk to you. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna take Aaron Rodgers off the off the shit real quick. Yo. I'm not wrong. Nah, fuck that. Josh, every time we point out the collusion. Of the Ravens, you try to come out and say the Falcons gonna be right there number two. Nobody gives a fuck. the The Ravens are the ones that decided to be the ones to collude against. Yo, you don't have to try to bring the Falcons into the whole Lamar Jackson shit. The Ravens fucked it over. There's a hundred and fifty. 
Well, I'm sorry. There's only 32 teams. I said 115. It's a lot. You tired like, of everybody being in the video? <laughs> Damn. Yo, Josh, you could try to call out the Falcons and all this shit to deflect from the fact that the Ozzie Newsome-led NFL Organization of the Year Ravens fucked up the shit with Lamar. Y'all fucked it up. You could try to call out the Falcons and say the Falcons did this, and the, nobody gives a shit about what you're saying. At oh, the end wait, of the day, on, wait, 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 nobody's wait, wait, wait. talking yeah, about man. the Falcons not signing Lamar. Is the fact that Jalen Hurts just got two hundred and fifty-five million dollars, and Lamar is still yet to be signed. Yet he has an MVP. Yet he's been to the AFC playoffs all the time. You could keep trying to call out the Falcons and put them in the same shit with you with the Ravens. I don't give a fuck. You're wrong. You are wrong. I don't care. There's a whole lot of teams that need damn quarterbacks, including the Falcons. So fuck the Ravens. I even like Isaac Newsom, but you're going to make me say it. Fuck the Ravens. Fuck them all. It is what it is. No, no, no. Josh, let's talk about, and and we we can close it out here in there. Yeah, we're going to get this. Aaron Rodgers with the Jets. That's the end of the 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 episode. Don't give a shit. Hey, let's be very real. Who is the who is the Ravens' number one receiver? Plaxico Burris. No, I'm playing. <laughs> Your number one receiver is either Mark Andrews, who's a tight end who was hurt last year, or Odell Beckham Jr., who you pay 18. Okay. So you fell into the trap that I assume that you have fallen into. So your your number one receiver is a guy who hasn't played in two years. And he, Ladies and gentlemen, this is the reason. This is the reason we're the realest podcast in the world because we don't fall into the foolishness. OBJ is your number one wide receiver, and he did not play last year. Good luck and Godspeed, my friend. You're lucky if Lamar even shows up. I wouldn't show up for this team. Man, fuck your Super Bowls. Don't nobody that care about your Super Bowls. We talk about Lamar Jackson and the fact that y'all not paying the black dude. Fuck your Super Bowls. Don't give a shit. I cuss everybody out. I'm here. It is what it is. Nope. Do nope. you think that your receiving core is better than the Falcons? Put it on the line. I don't give a fuck in about your. I don't care about your. I don't. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. You crazy. I don't care. I don't care. And Flacco, Flacco, Flacco is ass. Flacco is Trent Dilfer. Flacco is Trent Dilfer. He had one good postseason. And then he hey, was man. asked afterwards. John, Flacco is Trent Dilfer. There's a there's a seven second delay for what I say this from when you can hear it. So I'm making sure that I'm speaking for seven seconds so that you can hear me say, "Fuck Flacco and fuck Trent Dilfer." Don't care what it is, hey. what it is. Y'all better pay Lamar. Or y'all better go to the lottery. It is what it is. Ladies and gentlemen, let's be very clear. And what's funny, don't care. What I can do is mute the chat, and Josh can do all that (laughs) shit he want to do. Don't nobody care. Don't nobody care. Y'all better pay Lamar. Now you at $255 million. Y'all was at $200 million six months ago. Now y'all at $255. It is what it is. This It has been episode 100. I think we're just going (laughs) to name it episode 100. I appreciate you guys rocking with us. This episode, there will be no episode on Tuesday. The episode will be out on Thursday. It might be two episodes. It might be a Thursday, Friday. It might be a Saturday, oh, man, Sunday. Because we, we have four might hours. Be, 
We have Monday, hours, Tuesday episode. <laughs> but I really appreciate you guys rocking with us. Me and Reggie have really been thrilled about making it to 100. This is www.splashcast.com. Always Listen. remember, like, follow, subscribe. There will be a Splashcast episode. I mean, Splashcast 36 back on Wednesday. We are the realest podcast in the world. We do have this new, wonderful, fantastic website. We expect y'all to support. And, of course, the merch is coming soon. And you can see me and Reggie catching all the vibes. Y'all should have been there for that. That was another time when me and Reddy got drunk. Um, but that was a rough night. Rough we have night. come to the eb- we have come to the end of episode 100. We do appreciate the world for rocking with us. Sneaky Josh, Russell, um, AJ, Nick, um, everybody. We love you guys. We appreciate you guys. This has been fun. I think there's only one way that we can close this thing out before we actually formally close this out. Do you want to do a shot of light brown or mixed? Mixed, mixed. We here now. Uh, listen, I could podcast for another four hours. I'm having a great time. Josh got me turned up by the goddamn Ravens and y'all fuck ups. I can talk however y'all want me to talk. I talk. And about y'all media. know that's the like that's the one thing about Reggie is Reggie doesn't care until it's time to care, and then he's gonna set he's gonna kick all of this shit listen, over. Once you start, me, listen, I'm, I don't never start the fire. I just fan the shit. Once you start the fire, I'm gonna I'm gonna we gonna blaze this motherfucker on out. As I'm saying, this blaze motherfucker out. Shout out to Grandma, she downstairs. Uh, it and is we ain't gonna is. have this this show here is gonna be edited seventy five different times. Shout out to AI. Because <laughs> I ain't that's a for show right. I'm, I'm that's a for show right, right now. I'm telling the tr- we tell the truth here. Listen, we tell the truth. Hey, shout out to all my folks that work for ESPN. Everybody, I'm listen. I know I'm drunk. I'm shouting out there, people. Let's take this shot. Um, but nah, for real though, me and Reggie do really fuck with y'all. Um, this is the realest podcast in the world. We have really grinded for the last 100 episodes. We want y'all to rock with us for the next 100 episodes. Merchandise on the way. Website out. And we're looking to develop some new podcasts. So if you got something, you got you got a message to say, uh, we want to hear it. Reach out to us. Um, That's all I got for you right now. That's all we got, man, because it's time to go. Listen, my child is awake. I'll holler at y'all later. Uh, shout out to y'all. Appreciate y'all. Love, peace, and soul. Shout out to everybody. Hey, take a shot. We love y'all. Um, this is the end of the podcast. There's only one thing left to do after this. What is that? No. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Number one, number one, number one. More black baseball, more black beaches. Number two, more black, uh, oh, Lord. Cowboys. More black cowboys and more black cowgirls. Number three, the historically black college university in your neighborhood. The one that your homeboy went to, your cousin went to, you went to, your family went to, whoever was influential in your life, send some money over there. The historically black college and university that you, the neighborhood that you live in, the ones you go for homecoming, tailgate, whatever it may be, you go over there and kick it. Send some money over there. That's the least, that's the absolute least you could do. You go there, y'all have a good time. Send some money over there. And then finally, the greatest learning institution in all the world, the Hampton University. Send some money on behalf of us, 1868, the Hampton, and us here at the realest podcast in the world, the Splashcast. Once again, www.splashcast.com. Have a 36-pack come out on Wednesday. There will be no episode Tuesday because 
you see me and Reggie right now. Um, that is the webisode. There is the episode, webisode, causes, whatever it may be. <laughs> Come hang out, support us. We love you guys. Thank you guys for supporting us to 100 episodes. This was very impromptu. We have drank Patron and Hennessy for way too long, bro. And we did it for you guys. And we'll be back for episode 200. We'll have something new. Um, and yeah, we'll, we'll run it back. We love you yeah, guys. Man. Love y'all. Y'all Real's stay podcast, safe. The world. Fuck with your boy. Yes, this has been a success. And we will see you for 200. Tell your mother to be here next time. Wow. We Peace. We'll end it on that. This is the Splashcast Weekly Schedule. You can find us on Monday, Monday Night Raw. That is the Around the League edition where we cover all of the major leagues around the league. Tuesday is the ATL edition. Braves, Falcons, Hawks. Wednesday is when the playlist comes out. It's the Splash Cash 24, 12, or 36 pack, just depending on the music. Thursday, for everybody who was not able to catch us live on Monday, they can catch up there on the Around the League edition. And then Saturday, of course, we bet beers for Saturday Morning Live. If you ever need to find us, we can be found at thesplashcast.com and, of course, via Instagram at thesplashcast. Underground king from the land of the trio Where confrontations get settled By the hand of the steel Niggas will run up in your kitchen If your cabinets is sealed And if you say the wrong words Get your calendar peeled I be moving through the city Gotta keep it on low key I don't know these new niggas But these new niggas know me The streets nowadays just ain't the same for OG Been outside since 91 You was just born in 03 So just based on that alone There's a disconnect That could very easily lead to some disrespect that's when the block gets spun and niggas hit the deck The stick got a dick and a switch when it spit at your neck Nigga, you know the play, so don't you be surprised when that throwaway Leave you a hickey that won't go away It's like you shaking a coat, letting the soda spray Cause it's gonna touch everything everywhere with no delay I come from an era that came with a cold That made sure niggas stayed in their lane when they came on the road Never had to claim me a gang, but I stayed in that mode Then I throw PA in your face till my fingers explode my nigga